1: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: You're listening to BTW and we're going to drop some PVP knowledge on all you suckers.
1: What is up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvPP Podcast. My name is Brad, aka Wildcat Seventeen. My name is Jacob, aka, aka Dino El Magico. Today is April twenty fifth, and obviously I am not Astro Zombie Nine Five Four. Uh, he is out this week taking care of some business, so Dino and I are on our own. How are you doing, Dino? I am doing good, man. Uh very interesting week. Uh a lot of fun
2: uh on Twitch this week. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, So I yeah. enjoyed it uh and a lot of people got hyped over it. That's all, that's all I got to say. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh week's been good. Just playing GBL GBL every now and then and uh a lot of a lot of silk matches which I have been enjoying a lot more than usual.
1: Uh <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh what about you? Yeah. Been I'm doing pretty well. I've been busy, but you know, before we get into that, let's let's talk a little bit about what we got going on, because you know we're sitting here, Dino and I, was messaging this week or this weekend. We're like, ah, oh, seems like it's gonna be a light show, and then we just got shitted on. Yeah, <laughs> Nyanek decided to say, hey, you know, we here's one news article for you. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> okay, fine, we could talk about a community today. Oh, did we forget we're gonna drop off this giant bomb of a dev diary that changes the game a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just just a little bit. <laughs> Okay, so now we really do actually have to, some things to talk about. Not to mention, as Dino mentioned, there's a little bit of things that happened on Twitch. Something around a international title or something. I don't. Yes, it was. I don't, it wasn't, I don't I mean, think it was that big, was it? Like it wasn't a huge thing. I don't think so. It totally didn't make me change my mind and say I'm absolutely need to figure out a way to make it to Chicago or Columbus. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, Totally didn't do that. Yeah, so, yeah my, Outside of that, my week was good, Dino. I definitely got out and played a lot this week. Well, the weekend because right. I never played here. You know, Monday to Friday. Who right, right. would play Pokemon Go five or seven days a week? <laughs> definitely not uh, back in the day. Yeah. So you mentioned you know Twitch. So let's let's start with our Twitch a little bit. So last night we had a coaching session with Clifford Mert. And that was dude went all but one set positive, and he did it with. And were they all four
2: one? For yeah, I think they were all four ones. Uh, and he also did it with the uh, primate XL primate. And XL primate. I and that Absolutely. thing was great. Like, I, I did not think it was gonna be that good, and it definitely made me want to build it 100
1: percent now. Did you really need that much motivation? No, to I talk? was gonna build it anyways, okay. but.
2: <laughs> They just confirmed that it's good. You know, it's a fighter that does damage to Giratina. It's
1: amazing. What What was really shocking, he was running it with cross chop.
2: Yeah, that's what... I, which is the legacy move. Which is, I mean, so. I, we were telling him, like, oh, like, I thought for some reason it was close combat at first when I saw it because I just saw a fighting move. But then he's like, he said it was cro-
1: uh, cross chop, so I'm like, yeah, don't touch that. Leave it. <laughs> So we also had a stream on Saturday night. Dino, were you there for that one? What uh, were no, you doing it was, Saturday night? It,
2: well, besides
1: drinking, uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> it was my dad's birthday, so. Um fine i'll let you have a pass <laughs> we just now know who the real draw is for for twitch because you know saturday night i had almost 60 people watching and it wasn't it wasn't and it totally wasn't that mama climbs yeah long. definitely not oh oh wait i'm i'm definitely wrong there It totally <laughs> was <called> Mama climbs <laughs> <doing> me.
2: <laughs> yeah that was an insane that was a great turnout for sure i was there i stopped by for a little bit
1: and um there was a lot of people there I, I enjoyed that yeah, and we, we have some early thoughts on Firefly because of it. So we actually did a practice Firefly tournament live on Twitch, which I think Dina we talked about. I think this is gonna be a monthly thing for us now. Yeah, a, I, at least one live tournament for a practice wise. I, I enjoy that.
2: Month. Yeah, and I think that that gets uh, people more of an idea of what to do, and we can go you know about it, uh, go talk about it the the cup which everyone's coming up
1: that that month. Yeah, and then we also had this week, a busy week for BTW here. I know, right? <laughs> uh, did you get a chance to listen to the Executive Edition yet? I did.
2: I think I had like 10 minutes left, but I listened to most of it, yeah.
1: It was a little stinky for some reason. Really? Like some some smelly fish or something. Uh, yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I, actually, we had, we had Fish on the Heater, Pallet Town PvP on with us, and I Matthew, I'll say... I was struck by how good of an interview it was. It, it took a weird turn. at sometimes when like yeah. Matthew's like, "Oh, let me ask you how about this," and Fish is like, "Dang, that's a that's a deep question." And I'm like, "Oh God, I know, right? This is this is gonna get bad." Real quick. <laughs> but
2: definitely, definitely, I learned a lot from, uh, I guess, stuff that when we had Fish, uh, when we were actually talking to him, we didn't really talk too much into detail about you know his personal life and stuff like that. So it was it was really nice uh, learning a little bit more about fish.
1: Yeah, it really was. And and I, I will have to say I, I did note near the end of it, you know, Fish and Matthew was talking about the fireside chat on our first ever kind of discussion segment that Fish spurred on. The last time Dino and I were by ourselves. Look how that goes. Right. Uh and Fish is, you know, thanks to us. That that hit that hit home. Like I appreciate that because we really do try to be very thoughtful when we're talking about any subject. But something that you could hear Fish's passion behind those, even in just reading the words. I'm happy that we did him justice and he agreed with it. Yeah. Other things this week. Did you complete the collection challenge? Did you burn 18 mossy lures to complete the collection challenge? I did not burn any lures
2: <laughs> so i did i think i had two left in the uh, collection challenge that i was just like why can't i find these and i'm like wait we read this last week why and then i'm like ah whatever i really don't care too much so did you don't you host a show about this <laughs> stuff? clearly clearly i'm not here <laughs> like i'm here for the night and then just forget the next day
1: Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, uh, I did not as well complete this. this. This the first collection challenge I've never completed. I think that's, you're not the first person that has said that.
2: I think you're the third person I've heard that said that. There's like the fir- their first collection challenge they haven't completed.
1: Yeah, I, I was all about it. I was very much thinking I'd go out on Sunday, throw down a couple, one the two free ones from each of my, my main and my alts and just sit between them but it was 82 degrees and my daughter was sick on saturday was feeling better sunday and she's like can, can we go can we go do something and i'm like i could play the game or i could spend time with my family so me and her went on like a five five kilometer walk right that's good i so, mean yeah g- great time she was a champ she powered through that walk like nothing that's so, great but i just said the got gotcha you to go and let it handle and i was i just didn't care wasn't Compelling enough to bother with? in my I?
2: I think that's what I think got most people that it wasn't too crazy for them to want to go out and just, I guess, grind to get those Pokemons for the collection.
1: Not to mention, I know some people said they were using three, four, five lures and never got them. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it just seems like a paid item, y'all. Exactly, I was I say like a I'm money grabber.
2: I'm like, it, it was that even the the reward for it even worth it. Meganium, some XP, and some
1: Stardust. Uh, so, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, no. <laughs> yeah. And what was worse, the original article said it would be you would get a Mosular back for completing it. And you didn't. And then they literally, I think it was 35 minutes before the event started in New Zealand, they updated the article and just said, oh, by the way, sent a, t- a support tweet and said, by the way, we're actually not giving out a Mosular. We're only going to give out a Meganium. That seems like, like a fair trade, right?
2: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for.
1: Uh, however, there was something else that happened this weekend. Uh, not nearly as long as I wanted it to happen, but we had Stuffle Community Day. How did your Stuffle Community Day go, you? I think it went about the same as yours from what you told me. Uh,
2: again, that day... Uh, I was pretty busy. It was my dad's birthday, so I I, I didn't find enough time. I, I will say, even if it did start at the normal time that it did before, I still wouldn't have had the same time anyways. I still probably would have played the same amount, like the 45 minutes or an hour that I did. Uh, so I could argue that, that part, but... Uh, I will say that I did get a lot of candy with, like, I did the Mega Evolution. I did uh, literally everything I possibly could to get. uh, Did you do the 99 cent research? This is what I was going to talk to you about. Because you said some people were talking about Elite Charge TMs. I'm like, where the freak is my Elite Charge TM? I'm looking through the box through the boxes, I'm like, I can't find it. And then today I actually find out you actually posted saying that you needed to get the ticket or the ninety cent thing, and I had no idea because clearly I don't I don't
1: do a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was un, it was unknown. It was not something they announced okay. that would even be happening. The only reason I bought the ninety nine cent research, because I knew I was playtime limited, I was looking for stuffle candy. And the limited research had uh 200 stuffle candy in it
2: yeah that's i mean that's worth it for 90 cents a dollar plus a
1: rocket radar oh which right there Nerd is at 99 cents it. So, so yeah you you got your value out of it okay um and then apparently it unlocked a special box that came with an elite charge tm for 875 coins yeah i
2: i wish i knew because i was looking for it. i'm like why is my box still say elite uh, fast, uh, TM, and I was just so, so mad. But it is what it is. Uh, I think my thing is now is like, would that would they make that now
1: a normal thing or not? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, what I want to know though is, did you catch any good PvP stuffles? I caught a few. Bewares? Uh,
2: thankfully, I caught uh rank seventeen for Ultra League and a rank uh, I think a decent rank 60 something for a great league uh, for the amount that I played I was pretty content with it uh, I mean I, th- I know for a fact that a lot of people that played a full event I know Cliff himself caught a hundred a rank one for great league and a really high rank for ultra league so I think everyone it, you had a good chance of getting a good uh, rank I think a lot of people
1: did yeah the spawns, they definitely, I felt like, turned them up slightly than what they would they normally are on a six hour. I will say, Beware is looking good for PvP, but would you run Dream Punch, Dino? It's funny you mentioned that. And I know
2: that you, I think you mentioned this on Sunday, yesterday's stream, that you did see some people running it. I, every time I've used it, I've gone against it because I haven't used it myself. No one has used the uh, drain punch like no one. Uh,
1: because it's a bad move,
2: and I think in 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 open ultra or or these metas, uh, I can see it being not a preferred move. And I think this is all. This is where I think Lyle mentioned this. I'm pretty sure it was him, where he said that he got a good rank, uh, great league, two good, uh, great, uh, great league mons for one to have draining punch and the other one not to have it. So that way, in case you, for some reason need it for a silk cup, I don't know why, maybe you do. Um, you would have both as well as for ultra league.
1: Yeah. But it's such, such a bad move. It, it, it's energy. It, unless it gets rebalanced. I don't see it ever. really. I
2: personally move. wouldn't run it, but it's kind of like one of those things like that we mentioned, like with Charizard. like for me, like I have like all three or four of them it, 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 that have like each different move sets, uh, but it's just always just be prepared for it because you never know. Uh, but the good thing is that you if, you, if you did evolve, beware a lot of them. Then you have a bunch of them that have Draining Punch. So you can just TM it any time.
1: Yeah, I, I managed to get a 98, so I was happy with that. I got my rank 27, I want to say, in Great League and 72 or something like that in Ultra League. So I, I got one for each league, at least. That's I
2: mean, that's good for the amount of time that we played. Like, I yeah, think that... So,
1: and, and Daniel keeps saying the amount of time. I played about 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, you got... all
2: I, I, I played. That's
1: a really... I mean, for the amount that you played and you got those two ranks, like, that's... I think that's yeah. amazing. So... I would say overall a pretty good community today. Now one thing I want to know, did you see the community out anymore? I w-
2: actually yes. Uh at least you know, in the park that I went to for Johto, uh the Johto tour, uh I did mm-hmm. see a few people that actually it was a good amount that went there, but I, I couldn't I didn't have time to go. Uh but it was around the same amount of people, just because
1: I guess it was stuffle. So And I think that right there was the point I want to make. And we're going to circle back to that point. It was stuffle. It was new. It was shiny release on on release date. Now, I will say I've seen more people playing. But also, the last three community days, it's been either icing, snowing, or freezing cold out in Kentucky. It was 80 degrees on Saturday. Obviously, people are going to play more. Right, exactly. So, I, I think that does bow into it a little bit as... And I hope Naonic doesn't use this as a full stop saying, oh well look everyone came out and played. Obviously that means the three hour time window did what we wanted when I'm sorry everyone would have been out to play because it was stuff whether it was three six, 12 hours who cares yeah they need, they need more
2: they need more than just like a few uh, communities to determine if this is good or not. Uh, I think at least another three would suffice. Oh God, I don't want three more. But, I mean, three-hour
1: community days. But you're right. It's it just
2: like if for them, imagine like if they just determine it just based on this last one. Then you're just like, uh, they should have done more, uh, more research.
1: Yeah, yeah. And but the problem is, I want to see them actually put out the numbers, and be willing to take feedback on those numbers. Because yeah. like I said, any any April community day has always been bigger, at least in my part of the country, in Kentucky. April is always a bigger community day than January, December, November because it's cold. And nobody wants to get out and play when it's cold. In general, yeah. even rating is down in those times. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. For sure. Any other thoughts on community day before we hop over into a fairly packed Sylph section? Uh, there was like some kind of uh trade uh thing that was
2: going on, right? Where
1: Yeah. Did you did you um notice that went live worldwide? I... I didn't notice <laughs> uh, at the start of New Zealand versus in your own only in your time zone. No, I, I I didn't notice that actually. I didn't notice either, but I think it was Artemis in the Discord posted about it, and I'm like, oh, let me take advantage of this. Unfortunately, I seen it at eleven fifty eight p.m. on Friday night. Yep, that's that's so I got one of the two special trades in for half dust, but I was still able to get three top of boo boo pop top of boo boos. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well been boo-boos because they sucked their IVs were awful um but yeah so we were able to get i got three of those traded across the two days for five or 400 dust each i'll take that that's a win in my opinion yeah that's pretty good i mean i wish i i noticed in time because i think i
2: noticed uh right after like it was mid uh midnight already
1: yeah but I think if that's nothing else, I think we're good to hop over into our sill section. Like I said, we got just a few things to cover this week. Just just a couple. Just a couple.
0: <laughs> so Carolina
1: couple tournaments a couple ended couple going new tournaments announced just all the sylph news at one time pretty much hit the hit the wires here um so first off we know we mentioned before we had to cancel our open masters due to different unforeseen circumstances circumstances for battle for the belt that has been rescheduled i don't know why i forgot to promote this last night but that'll be saturday night on our twitch channel so we do have something scheduled saturday night i was like we were literally talking about that yesterday i'm like we don't have anything scheduled for next Saturday. And we're like, oh, we're going to think
2: about something. And then yesterday, you're like, oh, are you guys ready for Saturday? I'm like,
1: oh, shoot, that's this Saturday? Yeah. Well, actually, I said, are you guys ready for tonight? Oh, and yeah. And you was like, well, do you know what day it is? I, and I'm like, I, do you think I ever know what day or place I'm in currently? I wasn't Come trying on. to make you look bad, but that's, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a have my digital calendar that's you know on my phone and whatever it tells me is happening is what's happening. I don't know what day of the week it is anymore. <laughs> I live in the world of COVID. I don't leave my house or do things. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so we got that coming up. We've previewed it enough, so we'll be covering that. But they'll also, as part of that stream, be a heavyweight of an announcement to be had. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting. Mm. Yeah, but we also concluded our Nemesis Cup, and it was not a sweep. What? It was not a sweep. That's, we had. Well, I'm looking at four winners here. <laughs> that's a first. Uh, Lyles, Jeff, Frost, Benny, our Nufilo. Oh, I'm sorry. There's only. Wait, I'm, I'm missing a winner. Lyles. Oh, Conky. Oh, there's Konky. really. Oh, four winners here. That's oh, that's awesome. Dang. Dino, you wanna talk about their their teams for us?
2: Uh yeah, you know, of course, you know, if you, it's okay if you don't mention my name as a winner, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta yeah, Dino a try. Yeah. We actually did have Dino picked up his, his a Sylph win, I know, right? This month as well. And, you know, actually funny thing is I was gonna bring up, I know before this season, uh as of GBL at least started, uh I would always look forward to GBL section more than Sylph. And now mm-hmm. suddenly like it's like flipped around.
1: uh Uh, now suddenly that i'm winning sylph tournaments i'm (laughs) so much more looking forward to there's
2: nothing else like that's competitive so i have to be competitive (laughs) in sylph right uh but yeah definitely not because i was totally not self-serving that i'm winning so i'm now happy about this uh but yeah so yeah there was a lot of interesting uh teams here and a lot of a lot of great uh battles for sure uh, we had Lyles using uh, Blaziken, uh Gorgeist, Walrain, Drapion, uh Feritone, and Crustle. He was actually the only person I think out of the other those other four um, that I faced, uh, and it was very crazy battles with him. Uh Konki was using Shadow Polyrath, the Dane Shadow Beadrill, Victini, by the way, very good Pokemon for this cup. Uh Ferathorn, uh Walrain. Uh, Frostbanny was using Quagsire, Gengar, Walrein,
1: Galvantula. Quagsire, also very good for this cup. Yeah,
2: very, very good. Um uh, Gengar, I didn't really like it too much, just saying. Uh, McCargo, which I, I'm so happy I didn't go against that, because that would have been interesting to, to go against. I don't know if you, did you go against Frostbending in this? <sighs> I,
1: I don't think I did in this one, but I may have it in another one. Okay,
2: and Venusaur was one that, like, took, took me by by surprise i i don't think i've ever seen very many people use it um then our new foe not a new flow uh blazer kin uh frostless credelli kingdra uh shadow Drapion, and Walrein. and then to my surprise like again i was just trying to make Gengar work i barely brought it uh so it's like i literally just was using five pokemon the whole time Uh, so it was Quagsire, Gengar, Galvantula, Ferthone, Kingdra, and Victini. I feel like Victini was the MVP for me for this
1: team. So the the common picks here, Quagsire was across multiple teams, was an absolute champ. I hate facing that thing. Um, only on one team, but Cradilli was dangerous every time I faced it. It was pretty much wrecked. I used it in a different tournament. So good. Um. A lot of Ferrothorn here. I actually switched up my team for PGR, and I'm running Ferrothorn now. So it's good. Uh, so. I, it's still not helping me. It's no, not I helping. I don't, have, I don't have a good. I did not do well this month. No. Slot metas are hard for me. I've always struggled in slot metas.
2: Yeah, I think I think this was this was a little bit
1: better than like all
2: slots versus just two. Uh, but I I get it. It's. It's really hard. Uh, I know that. I if I were to probably maybe picked a different second slot, I don't know if things would have been different or not. But um, I, I definitely liked the,
1: a little bit this meta. Yeah, I, I think it was cool, and like you said, Victini, that thing just hit like a, it, it was the reason Astro was able to beat me. Yeah, yeah, that V create, I j- I had no answer for it. That thing, because so, like I
2: think we we established that this cup there was literally almost no bulk in any Pokemon. Uh, probably the, the bulkiest Pokemon that you cr- probably could have picked was between like Quagsire and Walrein, uh, and Crideli. But I mean, like
1: Crideli has a stupid amount of bulk. You just
2: don't realize it. You, if you hit a V create on the Walrein or Crideli, it it does a lot of damage, uh, and literally like that's why I like Victini a lot. And in other tournaments, it it gets to two V creates
1: like a wild charge, and it just wrecks anything. So it's really good it really was. So if you, if you what we're saying is if you still haven't or you have a live coming up at the end of the month or whatever uh build a Victini because it's also just a good pokemon to have around. Yeah. If you're going to need it. Uh do, now do you even think you have to have two moves on it? I do you, used do you think it You die with just I
2: used it like V create two or three times and this is out of like four tournaments I'm using I'm using oh, three tournaments I'm using it on with. So, so
1: so I think you could get by with a single-mood Victini pretty easily. Yeah, then. pretty much. Cool. Uh, other cups that are going, we started our Arboretum Cup. Okay, let me say it one more time so Astro can listen to it. Arboretum Cup. Um, It is in round two already. We're flying through this thing. Uh, only if, you know, people knew there was only 21 hours left in this round because somebody didn't know how to use a bot or something. <sighs> Come on, Matthew. <laughs> I'm just kidding oh, yeah that's not who i'm referring it to you, you know me. it was definitely you know better but looking at this one um a lot of different teams here how are you doing across the first two rounds dina uh i am
2: doing pretty good i am 2-0 and right now uh i think I who did i first face the first round uh i don't know why i can't find it but uh oh Actually, the funny enough in the practice uh, tournament that me and Lyle did uh, for this cup, uh, Decius uh, he uh, I think he beat me three uh, zero. Oof! What did you adjust? Yes, or... I, I adjusted. Okay. Um, I changed. Uh, I, I didn't have Lorantis and I didn't have Munchlax, so I made those two changes, and he brought the same team, so it didn't really go too well for him. Um, I, at this, and I think a lot of the things, Siv Viper was the issue for me. Like that thing is so annoying and I'm like, I need something that has bulk. I don't have Snorlax. Let me bring Munchlax. So that really helped me. That was my save swap for that match. And it it really did a lot. Siv Viper is very annoying for this cup. So if you face him, good luck.
1: So, Dino, so am I hearing you're going hard because you want to win a prize or something? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Oh, definitely not because it has to do with cards, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, what you're going to see with a lot of our custom Meta Cups is heading forward, we're, we're offering prizes. So, for, as we mentioned before, first through third has a chance to win a prize. Uh, I am also 2-0 and across the Arboretum Cup. Uh, I picked up Hasui and Ryan in the first round. I swept him. But it wasn't that far of a difference. He could have swept me with literally one or two fast moves difference across every single battle. Yeah. Like, it was that close. Uh, And then I got Graves this round, and it was really, really good battles. I ended up winning 2-1, so I'm also 2-0, so maybe, maybe seeing each other in the next round. It D- could you be, know? yeah.
2: Oh, I forgot to say, for the second round who I faced. Um,
1: oh, yeah, I was gonna ask, who, who, who did you beat in the second round?
2: Oh, I know I know he would enjoy me giving him a shout-out, so, you know, that's kind of why I'm doing it, you know, Lyle, you know, we faced in the second round. And... Wait,
1: wait, wait, but wait, you won the first match, and you faced Lyle's, did Lyle's win his first match? Oh, no, he didn't. <sighs> Oh, he didn't. No, and I
2: was oh, shocked. Oh, no. I was shocked. <laughs> uh, but enough of messing <laughs> with him. Uh, well, I, I, I ended up... It was really close matches. Unfortunately, in the third match that we faced, I sort of uh, hard-countered him. And it was like... You can tell. Like it, it it was like plays that could have gone either way, like you mentioned it with uh, Ryan. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I beat him. I, I didn't want to go against him in the second round because... I know that, that also that was a little confused. Usually I know like when you win, you go against somebody else that won.
1: So it's because there is 26 participants in this tournament. So there's 13 matches each round, which yeah. means there's one odd man out on the winners and the losers each and round. And of course that, that, that was me. <laughs> of, co- of course. Uh, so right now across the tournament, we have three undefeated battlers. Myself, Dino... And some weirdo named Matthew Breaker. I don't, I don't know what Matthew I don't know. Who, who's he?
2: Bre- Breaker?
1: Breaker? I don't know. <laughs> some some weirdo. Um I will say the fact that for a custom meta tournament we're doing a five rounder is insane in my opinion. That just shows you how how much people are wanting to battle right now. Yeah. 100%. So, I'm, I'm happy to see it. We also have a couple new members of the Discord that jumped in specifically for this tournament. And So, you big have, shout out to anyone new. You have other people that
2: just recently joined asking when is the next custom meta. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there is going to be another custom meta in May, I believe, right? I don't know. I guess i Always, have to find out, right? <laughs> I, I, I wonder if they can tame a dragon. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm a terrible person. I know, right? Like, what? <laughs> I'm going to get booed off our own shit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think anything else to say about the um, Arboretum Cup? Uh, I think it's a, it's a
2: great cup. And, honestly, like I feel like I'm enjoying it. Um, not just because I'm winning. I like the meta itself. I like the the different Pokemons we're getting to use. And that's the thing that I like.
1: Um, See, so you're, you're saying that. I'm looking at my team. I'm, I'm sitting here riding with Cofagrigus, Greedunt, Driftblum drill D-D, and Wishcash. I'm like, this is about the most basic meta team of basic meta And then teams. I'm
2: like using Superior, Lurantis, uh, Glascore, Zapdos, and this guy's using meta over here. Munchlax, is, I mean, the only meta Pokemon I have is Swampert.
1: Okay. It's meta. It's it's weird meta. Because like, Drifloom is not meta anymore. But as soon as you become eligible... I I think I was physically mandated that I had to put it on my team.
2: Exactly. That's the same way I feel about Swampert. That's why I have Swampert, because I like Swampert. Yeah.
1: Um, Greedent, I have fallen in love with that fat little squirrel. (laughs) I am absolutely a Greedent fan now. That
2: thing is very annoying. I can tell you that And then
1: DD was number one, and I I built (laughs) dust on a DD last season that I hadn't got to use other than one Sylph faction battle, so... I force myself to use it again.
2: It's it's okay to be basic. No worries. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, I will say I see some really cool things out here. Orangaroos making an appearance right out of the gate, which I completely forgot about it when we started the term. I'm like,
2: uh, Seagull, do you forget to ban something? And he's like, Nope, it's it's good to go. I'm like, Well, I didn't see
1: it in the freaking filter, but thanks for letting me know. <laughs> uh, a couple people are using superior. There's a Knit arena not 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 in queen neat arena is out here oh uh Ivasaur. wow uh, i see, see. A cast oh there's form. two neat arenas wow look at there there it is i like the spice um, some some of the spice that are being brought oh astro has a spicy team six normal knockdown munchlax Linoon, oranguru vigoroth greedent or i'm sorry let me say it correctly oranguru <laughs> I'm sorry, it, it, I look at that and I say, Orangaroo, I, I don't care who says it's not, they're wrong. Orange Goku. Orange Goku. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was funny. Uh, Gligar's out here, Gly scores in here a lot. You know who has a... Uh... Wadalorantis? Oh! Wh- what? Did you look at ZT Smith's team? What? No. Look at the first slot on his team. Oh, sp- Spinda. Wow, that would be XL, wouldn't it? I'm um, thirteen ninety six. Would have to be
2: level fifty. Pretty sure it is. It's it's high up there. Uh, what moves the spin to have? I think it has psycho cut, icy wind. Um, I forget the last one, but I know that like, that's the main ones that it has: psycho cut, icy wind. Uh, and it's very spammy. Very spammy. So,
1: I would have never even considered that. No,
2: exactly. No, 100%. And I think the reason why, it's very smart that he brought that. And I think I know why. is because of Gliscor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Icy Wind is going to do a lot. So good to know. It's... So
1: yeah. probably Rock Tomb. So... or Yeah, you would have to go Rock Tomb for that. Dude. You'd have to go Rock Tomb, yeah. I, I will say Score is one of the reasons I bring, dr- dr- brought Drifflun. Icy Wind. Because yes because of the icy wind. Uh, I, I kind of regret bringing Kofagrigus. I've yet to use it, and I don't see a place where I'm going to use it where I wouldn't use Driftloom instead.
2: I actually hated Kofagrigus in the practice tournament that we did, so...
1: I wish I would have been able to do that practice tournament, but someone joined and then dropped out halfway through it. <laughs> okay. So... so confirmation zt smith Spinda is actually best buddied even
2: another another interesting team that i'm looking at i don't know if you noticed that there is a team that has all shadow with uh dark dark ice 17 which i believe that's chelsea right that's chelsea yeah she she
1: likes her spice she i believe she does that a lot right she likes to use all shadow she She brings her spice but this is spice that's going to it's not going to last very long.
2: It's not, but it's going to... But
1: my god, it's going to whip you as it goes down. Like, I'd be... I'm a little scared to to see this team. Shadow Charizard, Shadow Beedrill, Shadow Ninetales, Shadow Gyarados, Shadow Zapdos, Shadow Swampert. I... I... Holy crap, that is a lot of DP. Yeah. The...
2: That team is no joke. Um, so, I'm actually kind of curious how she's doing, but that team definitely would be scary to face she won round
1: one and has not played round two yet uh, who and she beat who's here and he's not he's oh here. she gets zt smith oh that's gonna be a battle of spice right there yeah who, but who's is around. actually a good battle too so that yeah. was who's year? i wow, would have been who's year he's so he's so proper who's year? who's year. who's year? who's come on he, i like he's from indiana he's it, we sound like hicks around here get it right who's here who's your data <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Come on. Yeah, let's nah, do it. Nah, let's nah, do it. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> what you guys... Matthew is doing game. it in our ears, which oh, is why we're God. we're dying. over <laughs> here. But we also, because, you know, having three tournaments, you know, conclude and going and stuff is not enough. We got the, what we talked about at the top of the show, Firefly Cup. Dino, why don't you tell the people what is the Firefly Cup? Yes, yeah, so the Firefly Cup
2: um uh, is gonna be the only allowed are gonna be normal, bug, electric, poison, and ice types, and then you obviously your bands are gonna be Megas, Ground types, Walrein, Cav, uh, Dragealgy, Sal Salazel, uh, Salazel. There you go. That, uh, Pachirisu. And I feel like that's... I'm, I'm so glad some of these things were, were banned because that would have been OP.
1: If they hadn't banned ground, it would have broke the entire cup because I think the entire point of this cup was to make bugs and electric featured. Yeah. Like, those are the two that I noticed of the, of the group that really shines. Yeah,
2: exactly. And looking at the meta, I, I like it because a lot of these Pokemon that are not really used, like Magnezone, Luxury in rank eight, it, you just don't see that.
1: Yeah, but you know, even even um, Kakuna has mentioned before, Magnazone is one of those that sometimes gets a little over ranked. Just the way the simulations work, it's a simulation darling. It's glassy, y'all. Because of warmidam, I'm assuming, right? It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Well, it's up there because it it's gonna beat a lot of things with a lot of quick damage, like Frostlass, Bee Drill. But just beware, because it is going to not take a hit at all. Pretty much, even, even if, it's if you're resisting. running Magnazone, save shield. <laughs> uh, now, like you said, Wormadam coming in at number three. Expect to see Wormadam on nearly every single team. Because it's really your primary confusion user of this tournament. And you would be
2: saying this out of experience from the practice, correct?
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, it also is the reason that I am not running um, Toxicroak anymore. Because we initially, Dino was looking at Toxicroak, and I, I agreed right out of the gate. We're like, holy crap, Toxicroak beats like over half of the top 50. Yeah, ex-
2: exactly. I think it was like a, a really good amount. And to be honest with you, like I, like, I didn't do the practice uh, tournament, but... I'm going to be stubborn and still bring it and build my team around how two. How many
1: confusions does it take to kill a toxic root? It should be three or four.
2: Four. Uh, but keep in mind, obviously, the, the the plan is not to get it aligned with Wormadam, and that's why you got to build your team around to beat Wormadam. So it just depends how you do it,
1: and I, I'm, we'll see how that works. So, so just focusing on other confusion users, your next closest confusion u- user... Is Guru at rank 73. Yeah. So that tells you why you should expect to see a Wormadam on every single team. Yeah. It's also the only Confusion user that's not going to take super effective damage from bugs. Yeah, and then that would have been an issue. Well, I'm sorry. Venomoth won't either, but yeah. Yeah, No, but there's a huge
2: difference from rank 3 to the next Confusion user all the way to rank 73. So...
1: So you talked about building your team around beating Wormadam. So what would be some of your top picks to beat Wormadam with? Um, some some of my top picks,
2: and that's kind of why I went back to like, oh, that's probably why Magnazone is in the top, you know, top two because you have the regular and the shadow up there, uh, and I it does beat uh, Wormadam. So I think that's one that I would I would be putting in my team. I know a lot of people may not use it because it's so squishy, but Actually, we were talking about this before we started recording, and I'm like, why isn't Magneton a a choice here? I looked, and the stats are definitely a little bit better, and I'm like, I prefer to have maybe a Pokemon that doesn't have Wild and, Charge.
1: And Magnet Bomb hits like a truck. Exactly. And
2: you have a lot of things. Like, you have a bunch of uh, rock Pokemon on the, on the top, tw- uh, I believe, you have with Graveler and... It, it it would definitely help a lot with uh, some of the Pokemon that are there and I kinda prefer it. I prefer Magneton over Magneton. I think I I think that's one Pokemon I would use it. And believe it or not, one that wrecks and uh what's it called? That wrecks Wormadam is Skunk Tank.
1: Because that flame flamethrower. Yes, and I was. You looking you can get at there, that, you've gotta land it. It's one of those you have to you have to bait correctly and land the flame charge or the flamethrower.
2: Yes. Yeah, so the from what I was looking, I was doing the Sims, and it, it literally wrecks it. Like, there's, even if it does, it can go two shields, I believe, and it still wins. With, like, two to two shields, so. Mm-hmm.
1: But if, if warmer Dame hits it with a bug buzz, it actually oh, yeah. flips the match. So, it is it is somewhat bait shield dependent. Uh, One that I think is going to be very popular is Lit Leo. Yeah, I saw a lot of people are already budding it up, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's rank 15 in here. Um, not only is it beating wormadan it's going to beat Galvantula, Frostlass, Beedrill, and Magnezone. Okay. But it does lose to all the counter-users. And Graveler, who we mentioned before. Alola and Graveler. Yeah. So it's a high-risk, high-reward. I've done a few practice battles today, and I was able to work around it moderately easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like it. I just don't like the fact that I'm... 68 XL candies away from being able to have it. So, obviously, you shouldn't bring it and it's a terrible pick. Ban it. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see what was ranked number nine here? Yeah, I did. I did, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> not only is it ranked what move is the ranked nine Pokemon getting recommended to use?
2: Oh, man. It's, <laughs> it's recommended to use Zen Headbutt. And it's an XL Chansey. That's oh god! I, I hope I don't see it. I think you are, and I I think I can have. I can tell you right now, at least three people confirm that they may bring it. And this is three people that are random, so I don't know anybody else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say expect it by now. There's a lot of people that have an XL Chansey, and I think it's making me want to bring you know whatever it, it's gonna beat it. Yeah,
1: so things to beat XL Chansey. Uh, it's something it's not even listed that it will beat it, but I'm going to be bringing it. Obstagoon. I, I think was Obstagoon looking. Obstagoon has made at Obstagoon, my team.
2: Yes, I was looking at Obstagoon uh, because it
1: is a hard counter to Wormadam trash as long as you don't let it of uh, a Bug bugs against you, which you can easily avoid. Mm-hmm. It beats it very badly. It can beat a Graveler. It beats Magnazone. It beats Luxray. It beats Chansey. Raichu, uh reggie Ice, it beats litleo like it beats a lot of the top meta. It does hard lose the Toxicroak, but I once again I think Toxicroak may get scared away. Not over here. I think <laughs> you know, Maybe
2: everyone else, hundred percent. Okay. But yeah. I'm just being stubborn and I wanna bring it. I,
1: I think the more common one other than Toxicroak and Obstagoon, if you're looking for a counter user though, Vigoroth seems to be very heavy heavily usable in this meta. Those body slams just pumping out so quickly and then having bulldoze to just go out and hit something with that's electric. What about, and this might
2: be, eh, no, it's not, it's rank 17, Heracross.
1: Yep. And what's nice about Heracross is you get that rock blast potential. Exactly. So even if you get in a bad matchup with something like a um, Wormadam, that rock blast is still going to do a decent little chunk to Wormadam.
2: Yeah. It has uh, potential
1: to a lot of a lot of uh, ways to, I guess, beat its uh, key losses. Something I was trying to make work, but I just could not get it to work and play correctly was a Lowland Sand Slash. This is this because it's just
2: too glassy, kind of like what we were talking the Magnezone. I,
1: I think I like Frost last better than it.
2: Okay, were you using Powder Snow or Powder Snow? Okay,
1: yeah. This is probably. Eh. I mean, yeah, I think it might be better for this meta, right? Yeah, you definitely want that because there's so many normal types in this meta. Yeah. And things that resist ghosts, like um, Bewares out here, Obstagoon's out here, Chansey's out here, Vigoroth, Lickitung. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it's just really hard to use the Shadow Claw. I, I will say, currently, we do see Bewares ranked 13 on PV Poke. However sylph has yet to confirm if beware will be allowed in the meta so when we had ran our practice firefly it would not let us register a beware but that was on community day okay so just keep that in mind hopefully sylph will put out an announcement whether or not it's going to be allowed mm-hmm. it being rank 13 i got a feeling they may ban it because uh, it's just so new but to be frank, they they shouldn't it was a community day everyone has access right. to it everyone should have it so so, if you want to join the BTW's uh, Firefly Cup, of course, we're gonna try our best to push this to a six rounder again. But we will start on May thirteenth. So, and of course, we do all of ours as an extended turning, extended rounds. So there's time to get in. We do forty eight hour rounds. I know, and uh, there's uh, something that I wanted
2: to bring up, but because like we don't talk about it till the actual news, but this is like in this cup. It's it's just like I don't know. It's rank twenty three, and I don't know if it's gonna make a difference later on. W- like midway, I mean, we're talking about this cub and be like, uh, I don't know, but I guess I guess we'll see. And that's it had me intrigued because I was looking at that. That's
1: what we call a tease, y'all. Oh my god, now I'm teasing myself right now. <laughs> so do do you wanna hop over to the in game news then? Uh yes, yes I do. Yeah, let's hop into the in game news, it's y'all. Yeah. So, Dino, have you got your feel of Tapu Bulu? Uh, I did. Not
2: it, it, it could have been better, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I, so by the time this podcast comes out, Tapu will have faded off into obscurity, into the distance, and we're welcoming in, to be frankly honest, just as relevant of a PvP Pokemon for legendaries, yeah. Therian Form Landorus. I wonder if they're going to keep this trend going. <laughs> I like this tree. I like it. I I have done more raiding in the last 2 weeks than I probably had the last 3 months combined.
2: This is the only time I probably have spent money and it's just
1: because it's PvP related. Yeah, that's about it. And it's just a cool looking pokémon. It looks like now a Now imagine <laughs> cuz you didn't get you didn't get the Hundo, right? No. Now imagine when they bring this Tapu Bulu back as a shiny and it's PvP re- Exactly oh exactly. lord help us all I, I i kind of
2: feel good um about that but also bad because i didn't have it at the moment and other people did mm-hmm. but i'm still happy because you know there's there's all right for example diggersby right we'll use that as an example some people got a really good ranked, and then they got a shiny one that's as good or maybe a little mm-hmm. bit better a little bit lo- worse but it's still shiny and you want to
1: use a shiny H- have you ever seen this shiny top of bulu uh, no, but you mentioned that as a very looking, good looking Pokemon, Matthew. While, while we're talking, why don't you get that in the chat window so tino can see it here? Um, so we will have a raid hour for Therian Form Landorus on the day this show comes out on the twenty seventh. Uh, additionally, Meg- Mega Pidgeot is still here. Um, it's not exciting, but it may be getting more exciting. We got some more information that we'll talk a little bit about here soon, but there is a shiny chance with that. Uh, and what's really exciting is there was, you know, we were told the mega boss was changing on the 29th, but do you know what the mega is yet, Dino? I do not, but I think there was a tease. Oh, I think there may have been a tease. It was interesting. It was interesting. And I, yeah, I, I could almost put money on what it's going to be. Yeah. But we'll talk about <laughs> that with the other part of the news here. There you go, Dino. It's in the chat now. Go look at that. Go look at this thing. Oh.
2: Yo, that, that is freaking,
1: yeah. Jesus, that is dope. I want it now. <laughs> oh my God, I want it so bad. I actually shiny hunted it in um, Sword and Shield and never got around to actually getting it. So. Wow. That is actually I one of the coolest be... shine, shiny Pokemon I've seen. All the Guardians are that way. Oh, really? They all go from wow. these beautiful color to just black out shinies. Wow, they should have done that with like a lot of the other legendary Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, let's be frank, one of the, everyone's favorite Shinies is Shiny Rayquaza. Yeah. And it's another one that's just a blacked out Shiny that looks amazing. It does. Yes, that's why I want it. Uh, research breakthrough for just a few more days here is a Alolan Marowak. I'm kind of mad they gave us all this news and they still didn't give us the month of May. Right. So now we're going to be behind the news next week. Uh, why do they do this? was going to happen. Why do they do this to us? I know, right? And what's what's going to happen is it's going to drop on Wednesday when the show comes right? out. Is they'll drop the news that day. <laughs> Actually, it's going to just... probably
2: happen that day.
1: Yeah, uh, in the shiny. But now let's get into what Dino is talking about. We got our community day announcement. Uh, first off, it'll be on Saturday, May twenty first. We are sticking to the three hour window, but we're flipping it to the. Eleven to two, three hour window. Dino, yes, no, maybe. What you like that better or worse? Well, I I just realized that I, I didn't even notice that. Uh,
2: actually, are they trying to test out which time would be better? Probably. Uh, That's my guess. Honestly, I actually kind of prefer later, just because, just because I will be sleeping most likely, and second because it's hot around in Florida at that
1: time I'll be dying like it's it's but what it's hotter at ele- it's a hotter at 11 a.m than it is at two to 5 pm yeah
2: like towards like 5 p.m is a lot it's that was just when the sun is going down it's not as hot like the, the peak it peaks around like 12 to one here
1: okay interesting yeah I will say, me personally, for my own preference, I much prefer the eleven to two. I'll actually probably play a, a hour, if not a full two. There you go. Maybe, but then again, the Pokemon is kind of a um, wet fish. But, but then the move. Never. But I could just evolve one of the ones I already have, or Elite T M Element. Or oh, tell, tell the people tell the people who what the Pokemon is. So to, the <laughs> for the community day.
2: Uh, it is going to be Aloe and Geodude. And this is kind of what I was referring to in the Firefly Cup, where uh and Golem is rank 23. Will it make it better or will it make it worse with the fast move
1: rollout? Now, I don't know. So, yes, we are, we are getting here's the exciting part of this community today we are getting a new fast move. Roll out. We kind of guessed this was coming for two months now. However, some conspiracy theorists are saying that they believe that Nianic pushed this off a month off the original one because they didn't want people guessing the community day. Like this should have been the April one. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's the case? Could be. I mean, I I never know. I absolutely think it is not. No? Okay. I think it, it may have been shifted, but not for that reason. If it was shifted, it was to lessen the blow of them taking it back down to a three hour community day. Giving us a new Pokemon and removing moving it down to three hours is a lot easier to swallow than giving us a shiny that has spawned nonstop every time there's an Alolan based event and in eggs now forever and then making it three hours as well.
2: Yeah. I I I get that. Yeah. Um yeah. Well I The Rollout's an interesting move, at least. It does. Um, uh, I was going to say though I mean some people do use alone
1: geodude xl so if you want to build that I mean you got your xl candies and we'll, we'll get to bonuses in a minute but do, do you have a shiny alo or shiny geodude I think I do because I believe there was some kind of
2: event before where there was it was spawning a lot um but I don't yeah I think I got like two
1: yeah you have two of them oh and those that may be confused but i do actually mean alolan geodude because unlike the last <laughs> alolan based um community we had this is not going to also spawn the Kentonian version yeah which so this is straight a alolan geodude community
2: could day. they have done both though like or they just they want to spoil like i have kind of like what they did with Sand Slash.
1: I don't know. I wish they would have done If they are going to do it, at least do both in my opinion. But eh, it's neither here. I don't actually have the shiny of this one. It will be a new shiny to me, but I'm still not excited for it. I'm excited for the move. So rollout is going to be a four power move that generates some high amount of energy. So what we don't know right now is the number of turns or the actual energy gain. Speculation... What I've heard heard from a few different of the Twitch streamers and things is is going to be a Spark clone, so four um, damage for eight energy, which is I think that's a two turn move. Yeah. Okay. I think that's wrong. Okay. What what is? Yeah. I'm guessing this is going to be a four damage, ten energy move. I think it may still be two turns though. Okay.
2: Um. What is a just move? because they
1: specifically say. High amount of energy, and if I eight energy in me is not high at all, really. Okay, what what move is compared to the one that there's not? There's it not. would be an entire new move. And you think that they would do that for rollout? Hmm. Why not? I mean, if they're if they're specifically saying high energy, just think about it. when they said low energy on, um, the. Icicle Spear, it really was actually low energy. It was only, what was it? I think Walrein's 35 Yeah. for Icicle Spear. Yeah, so it was a true low. We were all speculating 40 or 45 just based on what we think it would be like. So if they're saying this is going to be a high energy move, would you not think 10 is the appropriate for a high energy based move?
2: I think that's fair. Um yeah i I, w- I would think it would be somewhere around there i just didn't think that they would make a new i uh, guess stat for it which would be interesting um so, so do you know what other pokemon learn the move rollout i saw there was a few i know that i i definitely know the signature move from a specific freaking cow uh <laughs> oh,
1: what, what are you talking about there i what, hate destroyed it destroyed so many players runs out of the gate or something would it freaking milk tank yo I, I hated that thing in the main series game so much yeah that 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 milk tank oh it it was the the killer of early games yeah um other pokemon that learn it you got sand true and sand slash learn it this is the one that i know our friend lyles has hyped over onyx, onyx yeah learns Rollout. Uh, Voltorb Electrode? Licky Tongue? If if this move Oh god. Oh god there's a lot Don't of, give Licky Tongue that. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of Pokemon that would make it a instant uh meta like it would be it would change the meta, I think. Or at least it would be meta relevant.
1: Yep. Dino. Snorlax.
2: I, I saw. Snorlax, another one that would be Good would be Steelix because it would be like real There's, there's just too many. No, don't, don't, don't. I can't. No. <laughs> no real roll. roll out. Roll out Let's go. Yeah. Let's make oh this my god. Oh there's god. Just, there's just all. too much. There's like, there's way too many Pokemon that have potential that can learn this move. And
1: Miltaim, Sh-
2: Shiftry learns Rollout. Some reason, freaking Willard learns it as well.
0: It, yeah. I mean,
2: mm. does Willard even have good moves? If it Not does. today. Wall rain? No. It's, it's fine how it is. Munchlax.
1: Uh Embor. Uh, scolipede Oh my god. Give scolipede a rock what move so it can be rock or poison attack. Ooh. Darmanitan. I think incinerates just strictly better no. in that situation still. Um Ferrothorn. Gol Chestnut.
2: There, there's
1: just they would way... get it a more viable move than Smackdown.
2: There, yeah, exactly. There's just way, and it's also, uh, yeah, that would help it a lot. And there's just way too many Pokemon's that would benefit actually from this.
1: Oh, Raichu. Uh,
2: Ra- Raichu just has way too many moves already: Charm, Volt Switch. Uh, yeah. but yeah, there's there's literally a lot. Uh, b Barrel, another one. <laughs> yeah. So. The, the, this move would be, would change. Ooh, Markargo. Mmm. Because right now that over Rock Throw. Oh yeah, I mean, would you? I mean, depending, probably on, on the meta, you probably want. You could mode. run
1: it, or you would actually have a viable Rock move for a fast. Move. Yeah. And there's just again, there's just way, Oof. there's a lot, a lot of Pokemon that benefit from this. Oh God, no. What? Pachirisu can learn it.
2: Pachirisu. Oh my God, no
1: that. That would be. I mean, give it a coverage move of some. No, you're just
2: putting. Yeah, no. Chansey learns it too. <laughs> I don't want so that. I, I know, right? <laughs> I, I purposely skipped that uh, one. You, you did that. <laughs> they're not gonna <laughs> but, yeah, do
1: that. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. So I will say I'm excited about this community because of the move coming. Now, what I expect, what will happen, is the start of next season, it'll get added to a few other Pokemon's move pools that's what I'm hoping to see yeah but just like last community day they are giving a bonus bon- bonanza a complete lollapalooza version of bonuses here so three times dust if you didn't stack your your um trubush, you screwed up because three times 750 times three. I mean, you know, you know that math thing? Yeah. Do that a couple of times. How many, do you have that's them stuff? 2000 plus dust per catch.
2: Yeah. I, I don't fuck though.
1: <laughs> I tried and I never got a single researcher for one. Yeah. I think someone, I tried hard. I think someone in discord stacked a few, if I, if I recall yeah. correctly. So three times dust, plus you throw on a star piece. That's over 3000 dust for one catch. Yeah. That's a lot. Oof, That's a lot. Uh, you're also gonna get two times catch candy because people don't have enough Geo Dude candy? Question mark. I mean, you gotta look at the new people. Maybe there's new players. Like, I'll look at it that way. <laughs> but it's still something that spawns all the time. It's not <laughs> like it's rare.
2: Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't really see that many Geo Dudes around my area.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, you get we got to keep the two times chance for XL candy. So if you're building that Geo Dude there's your chance to get the candy three hour incense and lower modules. Please don't use incense unless you absolutely have to. They're so bad right now. Um, 50% less stardust per trade for the duration of the event and up to two hours after. Hey, why don't we check this on Friday y'all? Once the event goes live in, you know, APAC region, <laughs> uh, one additional special trade. Oh, we're not done still though. The group bonus is back. But this time instead of affecting XP, if you catch enough Pokemon near the lore module, it is four times Stardust. So now take that seven fifty times four. Uh yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Three thousand without a star piece per catch. Dude, that's over four thousand. Yeah, did, did you actually were you anywhere where the where the bonus was active that day, you? No, I think Cliff mentioned it yesterday though. Cliff did mention it. So there there's no pop-up on your screen saying, "Hey, a bonus is now active." What you had to watch for was confetti coming from the PokéStops. Yes. Yeah. If you were within range of the PokéStop, there was confetti coming down. So we still have no real confirmation on how many catches it took or what the range was. It was just did you see confetti or not? And if you were around 15 poka stops that that were near each other it was impossible to tell what the actual ranges were so I still appreciate it it's still a nice bonus it does encourage people to play together but you're also telling everyone to go walk around and then saying oh but wait we're gonna put a bonus in if you stay around to stop yeah. contradictory <laughs> uh the event bundle this time Dinya, what was last month's event bundle cost? I believe it was like eight fifty. I think it was eight seventy five. What's what's this month's event bundle cost? Nine seventy five. Just what is that, a dollar more? A dollar more. And does it have any different items? Let's let's read here. One super incubator, one lucky egg, one elite fast one Elite Fast TM, one star piece. That's the same four items. Yeah, and it's still an elite fast, so it doesn't even justify me trying to get it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, however, there could be the 99 cent research that gives out the fast TM or the charge Oh, I, I like the name of this month. A Rocky Road. I, I, they got, they did good this time. Okay. I like this one. I appreciate that. Uh, there's also a new feature coming to event research. You can now gift research to a friend.
2: That's what that cool. looks
1: like we don't know yet but they said more information will be coming soon so I could foresee if you know people turned into some twitch.tv slash PvP. we may be doing a couple giveaways for those who knows who knows you'd have to tune in to find out twitch.tv slash btwpvp way to plug ourselves <laughs> uh, it's our show should yeah. we be able to plug our own stuff we gotta tomorrow? do it anyways later <laughs> But that, in my opinion, is the small news. I mean, it's a key new day. We knew it was coming a month later than everyone expected. It's a good move, hopefully, until we get the energy costs we don't actually know. However, there is something we know a lot more about. We got a new dev diary today. First off, I've seen at least five tweets over the weekend going... It's a week to go in the month, and they still don't have a dev diary. And I'm like, "Wait till Monday." I literally replied to one of them, "Wait till Monday." <laughs> but this one, the, the, I didn't expect this.
2: Did you expect this? Uh, no. And I mean, considering what the update was, I was like, "Eh." And I'm like, "Would you Whoa. say it was
1: a, a a mega of an update?" Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was a mega of an update. So, we got a video, or a an actual video, so if you don't like to read, guess what? You don't have to. Uh, because they gave us a video, and it outlined changes to the mega system. Holy cow, I'm actually excited for Mega Raids. Yeah, uh, it was
2: a lot of information, and a huge change from what it
1: was to what it will be. So, number one out of the gate? Mega raids are now easier. Finally. What does easier mean though? We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, First off, I, I guess number one, these changes are not live worldwide yet. They are live in New Zealand and Australia, however. So I'm waiting to see fleece King or Zoe or cricket or somebody put out a video about it. So that's number one. So mega raids being easier. To be frankly honest, it was annoying that you had to have, depending upon the boss, up to six to eight people to beat a mega raid.
2: That was the one of the discouraging parts from it. hundred yeah. percent.
1: One thing I found interesting in the video, he specifically mentioned he they originally looked at mega raids as something they wanted people to be able to do as a small like one or two person challenge. Okay. I, I, and I'm yeah they he said it in the video. You told me you watched the. Video. I did, but I guess I missed that part. <laughs> But they specifically called out that, that Mega Raids were designed to be kind of a, a a smaller group challenge, not a big raid like it is now. So, that makes me excited. Um, the next change came in. Mega Evolve from Raid and Battle Prep Screens. So, if you're already in that raid lobby and you forgot to Mega, you don't have to leave your raid lobby anymore. You hit a button... And you can mega evolve from right there. Thank freaking God. but I god. caught something. Thank freaking god. Did you catch something else that I read there? Did I miss something? And battle prep screens. What's battle prep? When you're
2: picking your Pokemon, right? For what? Oh, oh. Wait, I didn't catch that part. <laughs> I thought that that was meant like the bat- like when you're battling in uh, before going
1: into the raid. No, that's that's from Raid. Oh that's the first part of the sentence. Shit. <laughs> and from the battle prep screen. Where do you prep for battle? What are you battling in? Uh, GBL. Oh Jesus Christ. Do we think this is a precursor to Megas and GBL? No, I don't say that. It's probably gonna happen, honestly. It's it's gonna happen. So I did see a tweet that that, that also caught this as I did. And they're like, okay, look, 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 if we, if we have to have it, we need three different versions of Master League then. Open Masters, Megas, Legends, everything allowed. That's fair. Master Classic, Legends, and XLs allowed. No Megas allowed. And the premiere is no Megas, no Legends. I think,
2: hopefully they listen to that, but,
1: uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think the wording of that screen really makes me go, I think we may be getting Megas in GBL next season. There might
2: be a chance, yeah. I didn't. However,
1: I I think it will be restricted to Master or Ultra League. I don't think they'll be, try to do Great League because to to get a Mega Altaria in Great League, you would have to have like a 10 CP or 15 CP Altaria to Mega
2: Evolve. Yeah, so you probably see a if, if it, it does come to Ultra League it'll oh. be for next
1: mm. for Ultra League next season's yeah. what I'm thinking but that's not all so so that those are kind of eh who cares the big thing is the mega system itself has changed so today you go do at minimal 5 to 7 mega raids to get enough candy to evolve your mega one time and then once that eight hours runs out, you have to go to do another one to two raids to get enough Mega Energy to evolve it another time for eight hours. Rinse, repeat. It is feels bad, works bad, looks bad, feels money grabby, bad all around. That is no more. Once the change is live worldwide, once you evolve a Mega Pokemon one time, the subsequent evolution is free. Caveat it. There is a cooldown for the free mega. So, depending upon different factors, it can take seven to three or three to seven days to be allowed to mega evolve a Pokemon again. That's fair, okay, in my opinion. I mean, does that mean like specifically that Pokemon or like that Pokemon? Like, if that specific Pokemon,
2: so let's just say you have like three bead drills, for example,
1: mm-hmm. you'll be able to do it switch to like between those or just because it's a drill. You, you should be able to okay. yes but let's say i only have one hundo beadroll that i want to be able to mega evolve mm-hmm. if it's inside that three to seven day window i can go ahead and go back to traditional methods where i pay mega energy to circumvent the cooldown period
2: I, I, yeah i yeah, i did see
1: that which is that's fair
2: i mean it's that's fair that's really good that,
1: that is a perfect system in my opinion yeah I'm liking it so far. But not only did they do that, so now they, now they actually are purposely encouraging all of us um, to do Mega Raids. They're also encouraging us to actually Mega Evolve our Pokemon, and there's rewards for doing so now. So Mega Pokemon now have what they call Mega Levels and Mega Mastery happening behind it. So depending upon what level your Pokemon is, that cooldown will change. We'll go between highest level of seven days all the way down to three days. You get the bonus candy, bonus damage. Those stay the same. You can earn extra chances at XL candy for the Pokemon of the same type as the Mega. Farmable XL candy boost. I need Dickersby XL candy or Bundleby XL candy. I go Mega Evolve Lopunny, and I've Mega Evolved Punny fifteen times. We don't know the numbers. I'm just throwing out numbers here. I now get an increased Bunnelby XL candy. I think this is this is
2: definitely a way to encourage people to do this now because before there was zero interest into doing anything related to to Megas.
1: Yeah. Oh, and if I catch a Pokemon of the same type. I get increased XP. I get an XP bonus on top of it. So now if I'm grinding up to that level 40, I actually have a reason to mega evolve as well. I can't get XL candies yet, but I need that XP boost. My alt account has a reason to mega evolve something. Right? You would never have heard of that before. (laughs) This is exciting. This is one of the best quality of life improvements they've made to the game in a long time.
2: And... I'm not going to lie to you with this update being the way it is th- it made me a little bit more hopeful for the June 1st update with yeah. if this how it's going to be like these kind of updates and they're actually listening to us and this is based off what we gave a feedback from what I understood from the dev diary mm-hmm. this is this is really good looking gonna look really good for the
1: game itself they're also adding when you mega evolve a pokemon, their the pokemon screen is getting a new overlay. Have you seen this? I
2: think I missed. Oh no, I did see a little bit of. It. Yes, yes, I did. Oh, it
1: looks It does. Oh, so good. You get the you get kind yes. of like a, a a ghost version of the mega image behind the pokemon. Oh, it looks so good. It's especially for Charizard where you have two of them, so you have both megas there. Oh, they're they're just mm. doing everything right right now. But did you did you listen to the video with the volume all the way up and and hear the end of the video? Because they may have teased what new mega's coming this week.
2: <laughs> I saw the I saw the picture. I I, I think that's the same thing, but um, I don't know if you're referring to the same Pokemon.
1: There was two cries in in, in oh, at the end of the video. There was
2: two. Okay, no, I did not. There was two. Okay, then maybe I didn't catch that.
1: They've existed for eons, from what I'm hearing. <laughs> Wait, someone did bring this up in the Discord. Mega Latius and Latios's cry yeah. were part of. Yes, that's what someone said. Video.
2: I think it was Artemis, if I'm not mistaken.
1: And for those that didn't get the pun, they're the Eon pair. I didn't actually know. As that. far as legendary goes, <laughs> I didn't know that's how i would have gotten It. <laughs> so, um, it that's exciting too. A mega legend. Not the Mega Legend. We hope they would launch with Mega Legends. Let's be frankly honest. Everyone was biting at the bit for Med- Mega Rayquaza. Oh, a hundred percent. Do we get Mega Rayquaza for or for Go Fest this year? Is that the Is that the Go Fest Pokemon?
2: Okay, I wanted to. I do. But what was the first star? Uh, five star or legendary? No, I think it was like a five star raid in a Pogo. Uh
1: like the first Pogo Lugia was it Lugia doesn't have a doesn't have a mega wasn't it Mewtwo no Mewtwo was the first EX raid cause I remember like in a
2: uh, Pokemon Go Fest someone like I think it was Trainer Tips I saw it where they were showing like uh, Mewtwo Pop-Up I think it was for the first time maybe I don't know and they got a chance to it it,
1: the first one ever was um, was was Lugia was the first mega or first legendary boss Mm. Um, EX raid boss first one was Mewtwo oh because I remember I got a glitched EX raid where I wasn't even I didn't even raid at the gym but I got the raid invite anyways and I'm like I'm going let's go and got a 98% my first ever Mewtwo Are raid lucky where was the first
2: introduction yeah. though of uh EX uh raids it was that
1: was that was Mewtwo. it wasn't in, in a in a go fest type of thing I think it was in Ch- uh, Japan no. Right? No, no, no. You're talking about the, it, there was a promotional video that didn't actually happen. That was just a promotional video. <sighs> okay. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. That was a promotional video. Okay, I'm tripping. That wasn't mean. real. Okay. Now, you may be thinking of last year's Go Fest, where they had the giant egg in the park and everyone was like, what's going to happen? And it was just a bunch of raids that happened and we're all like, we watched the giant egg in the park for 45 yeah, for minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that last year. Yeah. That one I remember, yeah. But I wonder, Me- Mega Rayquaza, that could be a that could be a GoFest level boss.
2: Yeah, I mean, would they... Yeah, they could do that. I don't know, Mewtwo as well. But I, I really hope for it to be Rayquaza because I have a shiny
1: 98%. I got two Hundo Rayquazas. Yeah,
2: exactly. We, we know Exa- how, how yeah. dope it looks, so we need that. Ooh, yeah.
1: It's not a shiny, though. My, sh- my, my, my shiny is a 98%. Just. Just 98, you know, definitely. I also have just a lucky 98. I, I, Rayquaza likes me for some reason.
2: Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I got lucky doing a lot of raids for that.
1: I think I have like five shinies of that too. Like it's the most shiny legends I have. And it, I wasn't even trying like, oh, I need help taking down this Rayquaza. Sure, I'll hop in real quick. Some people would hate you. It's a shiny. Some people would hate you. Now, do you want to know what's worse about that? What? How many raids did it take me to get the first one?
2: Oh, dude. That's funny. I think people hated me because of that, too.
1: Oh, how many do you think it took One. me? One. hundred? Just about. Really? Eighty-four before I got my first shiny.
2: I got mine in my
1: 20th uh, raid. That's right on odds. Yeah? One in 20 is, is legendary Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. So, I... I ooh, I want shiny Rayquaza. Ooh, I want it so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I like that. I I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see where it comes at. But it's exciting. Uh, any more news to talk about Dino? Not
2: nope. I think that was all all the news they bombarded with us today. Um, and I still think I'm still a little shocked at all this thing that they just hit us with. I think it was like yeah. back to back within an hour, right? mm-hmm uh but they're about I'm, I'm just happy at the at the way they're going with these these updates
1: uh this is one of the ones that i think has been the most they listened and heard what we said of any of them so far you know how many times we're like oh yeah mega raids next next topic
2: mega yeah. raids who cares
1: I'll, I'll i'll actually go do mega raids now
2: i mean you're getting chances of xl candies which we want for pvp mm-hmm. you get along with some xp and a shiny chick and also we were looking that maybe you said battle prep screens so yeah you, you gotta you gotta get uh, ready for it
1: yeah so let's head over to the speaking of battle prep screens let's head over to the gbl section Fight. So, how has Retro Cup been treating you? It's been okay.
2: Uh, I've been having fun ever since. Uh, actually, I- I've been having fun with whatever teams I've been using. I haven't touched Ultra League once just because
1: I already have a team for the Ultra League. So I will I will every so often just jump back in. It's like, does my team still work? Oh, yep, 5 0. Got it. Okay. okay, my team still works. Going i going have to keep going back, going back to
2: Retro League. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But. With uh, so yeah, so I had a team already. I'm like, ah, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try to figure this, you know, because going into Retro Cup, we knew that there was a few Pokemon that were different from last time that it was around. So a lot of people, of course, Walrein, 100% has always been in Retro Cup right now, and I, I was just having fun. I was using my uh Ash team that I was using <laughs> Great League because it still was available there, uh, except that this time I was using Primate, having fun with that. Um, and then now, after I saw the Euro, uh, International Euro Championship, whatever it was, uh, after seeing Pelper back in action, I was just like, "Why did we stop using this Pokemon? It's actually pretty good." And especially with no Registeel, I mean, uh, no uh, Basidon in this cup, mm-hmm. uh, I was enjoying using Pelper more. So I used uh, my Sw- uh, Shadow Swampert Pelper and Noctowl. Uh, so, I was having
1: fun using that. That sounds like a fun team. Yeah. I I had real fun the first day. I think I unlocked a cheat code or something. Uh, Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) So, day one, I went, um, Greedent, Warrain, Trevenant. Yeah, you did. I went 16 to no to start. I lost match 17 because I misclicked the switch when I didn't mean to switch. I was just tapping and not. Look, if you watch our str- our streams, you guys know I am notorious for not watching what I'm doing while I'm, pa- I'm playing, 100%. which is one of the reasons All I time. don't count. All the time. Yeah, 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 Dino, I do this and still win. It's just, you play by feel. It's what happens. <laughs> but I, I unfortunately was um, not feeling correctly here and tapped to switch into my wall rain about the time a Brave Bird came in from a Talonflame. Wow. And yeah, that, that ended that streak. Uh, then got up to another nine-win streak. Finished the day 23 and 2 day one. Greedent was a cheat code day one. The meta has since shifted. And it doesn't work that well as well now. But there's some fun... I will say I built a beware. I built something, Dino. I know. that's You spent some dust. I spent some dust. Mostly because um, the PvP challenge in our Discord was uh, the Community Day Battler. I had to do it on Community Day. Right. So and beware actually you know has play in all three leagues so it was a good figured was, i would build that. yeah that was
2: a good uh way to use that challenge because any other one maybe like
1: i mean you could have used it with swamper right well no it's it's only on that community day okay i mean like but like for the only other can commu- only other time we've had that challenge was oh well you could with Swam- but why would i build a second swamp? no I'm, well did, it ha- did you have to build it like
2: it had to show like the date that you built
1: it that was kind of the the basis of the challenge. I think like, I wouldn't
2: cheat. It. I think I think, yeah, I think if it was that case, what was the one the previous for
1: Swamp before the Swamp? A oh, Lowland slash and some Canto, people were saying Sand slash. Yeah. So Melma Clowns did that one. Yeah. And that was that was during Ultra League, however, this was also during Great League. So it didn't cost me as much dust. Oh, so that was smart. There you go. There you go. Uh, but rotation wise, we are by the time the show comes out, we'll already be in open master league, boo, and Kanto Cup, boo. Yeah. But it's three times Stardust! Yay! So yeah, we, we got yeah! i
2: I'm
1: very happy about three times Stardust. We, we can tell. We can tell. 100. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so I'll be playing a lot of Kanto Cup. What about you?
2: Oh yeah, I mean definitely not gonna be playing master. So uh, I guess this, this is a way to kind of get used to Chansey uh, being around for fire, <laughs> a Fire Firefly Cup, because you know Chansey's gonna be around for Kanto a hundred percent.
1: Oh God, you're right. And oh. this
2: gives me this gives me this is well I'm gonna be running obviously my my Ash team again uh, three weeks in a row now, uh, so that'll be fun.
1: <laughs> I thought your Ash team had Knockdown on it. I have to find Pidgeot now. So, there you go. Okay, there you go. Okay, that's fair. I was like, wait a second. You can't run your Ash team here. You can run an Ash team, but not your Ash team. I was going to say, I almost forgot. Like, Did he ever have a Pidgeot? But yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He absolutely did. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to run yet, but I'm going to be in Kanto Cup just trying to at least get one one win per set. That's that's all you got to have to get that three times dust. Uh, next week's rotation, we're back to open Great League. That's awesome. And flying cup will you even touch
2: that cup like is that even a a consideration
1: i don't think so It, it, it that, that one's rough i hated that cup i honestly
2: hated that cup and so for those
1: that don't remember flying cup was the first ever go battle day it was also known as the aerodactyl zapdos cup because that's what all the teams were and then you throw in a skarmory every so often However, I do remember people running um, Steelwing Skarmory during that cup because of so many Aerodactyls. Oh, yeah. 100%. That'd be yeah, very but annoying. I'm not running that cup. That's that's a hard pass. Dude, that
2: wasn't... Yeah, because I remember this specific cup because people are like, oh, my God, I can't do all these battles in Flying Cup. And a lot of people thought it was just going to be Flying Cup. Uh, but it was other cups as well, along with Flying Cup.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So. I think that's really all there is for GBL. GBL's kind of dead right now. We've yeah, I am talked about that. That's what that. I was saying.
2: Like it, it, my my interest in GBL switch because before we didn't really talk too much in details about Sylph, and then it was always about GBL. But I know that it's gonna change, and we're gonna have like a four hour show once both of them are back.
1: So, oh god, not again, <laughs> not again. But but that that leads me to an interesting question. Do you have you noticed others? With that, the GBL versus Sylph conversation happening? Yeah, well, ever, since, ever since that, uh, hmm. you know. So maybe we should have a Fireside chat about it.
2: Oh yeah, you know what time it is. Grab your six-pack long chair and get ready
1: for the Fireside chat talk. so fireside chat uh, for the second week in a row came off twitter here shocking um on twitter a user named mango dragons on 1ktl40 is the actual tag of the handle um put out a fairly long four part tweet that i thought would be a really good conversation point to have because it revolves around the other big conversation piece that we haven't talked about yet and that was European Intercontinental Championships. So first off, before we dump into that, let's let's talk a little Intercontinental Championship. Holy crap, was that not fun. That
2: was very intense and a lot of fun, like you mentioned. Yeah. I
1: Shoutcasters did a oh, great job. Amazing so job. Speedius, Butters, Caleb, and... Why am I blanking all of a sudden on the fourth one? Zionic, thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Did a great job. Uh, I will say also, I think Caleb blew a few Discord members' minds this week in our server. Um, Caleb and Speedy, they're, they're in our server. They've been in our server almost since the start of the server. Um, but they were all, everyone was giving them a huge shout out. You know, great job. No one was tagging them. I'm like, y'all, if we're going to praise these two, why don't we just give them a quick tag? Yeah. And Caleb just like pops in at like almost I think ten eleven p.m. Eastern time. Which was like four a.m. in Europe where he was actually at. So yeah, <laughs> the I was, jet lag got him real good. Yeah, but he pops in. And he's like, "Oh, thank you guys." And everyone's like, "What? What? what, what? Like, what? He's here in the like, chat." <laughs> Caleb's been here the entire time. Did you guys not notice that? But, yeah, that was, was funny. But I, I also have to say thank you for that, Caleb. I know you you were a busy man. It didn't have to come in and accept the thank you, but I wanted you to at least know how awesome you guys were doing. Um, just. The, the cadence of how com- how calmly and excitedly they were talking at the exact same time was amazing, and I that's the reason I'm not a good shoutcaster. Right, I have either level one hundred or let me put you to sleep and read you a very relaxing story. Yeah, tonight. exactly. Those are my two levels. I can't do both at the same time. That's insane. They did an amazing job for sure. But the big thing that people realized during the European Championships was it's not GBL, y'all. Not at all. It it really isn't. Congratulations. So, Mango put out a tweet here discussing his thoughts on it. and I I wanted to get Dino's feedback, and I told Dino not to actually go bother reading all the tweet yet. So, we're going to read it, discuss it as we go. So, he starts out, I'm seeing a lot of GBL versus SILF comparisons since the championship. Was won specifically by a non-Legend SILF player. So, I have two things to bring out here, first off. I thought, number one, you had to be a legend to qualify for this tournament, but apparently not. They, I, from what I heard, and somebody
2: told me, they didn't fill enough uh, people with the legend players, so mm-hmm. they just took in other
1: ones uh, that, I guess, you're able to register afterwards. Yeah, so and that's important to note. If you want to get on these tournaments here in the U.S., check the registration site, because what they, they originally said in the announcement was first given registration would go to Legends. And then available spots would be filled by general players thereafter. So, uh, I think it was Ares was the the name of the winner. Has never actually hit GBL Legend. Uh, They actually put out a tweet themselves. Their typical standard is they hit rank 19 in GBL and then stop playing. They get their elite charge team and they walk away.
2: He's the player that beat uh, Toe Technical, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, I remember that. And I was just very, very shocked at that match. Yeah.
1: So, firstly, the winner may be capable of hitting legend now, but hasn't attempted to in several seasons. 100% truth. Fish Fish is one of the biggest people that preaches this. Just because you're a GBL legend doesn't make you a good battler. Battling is more than just knowing how to do GBL. Uh, They could have improved significantly from their last serious try. Show six is a different skill which Sylph does prepare you for. It involves more team building, team reading, and predicting based on what your opponent plays in each game.
2: Thoughts there, Dino? Do you, actually, I was going to bring this up. Uh, do you guys? I know that I mentioned this a couple, probably a month ago or so.
1: You guys remember why I came back to start doing Sylph, right? Is it because Astro and I kept telling you this is what Worlds was going to be and you needed to learn how to do it? Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh Slide. so
2: yeah and i mean like i started seeing like what they i mean they said as soon as i saw the format that there was going to be being used for this specifically i'm like you need to get familiar with how the format works what better way to do it than self and mm-hmm. and look what came to be who's the champion it's like a self player and i think yeah. that just proves it like where i think if anybody wants to do well you don't you know You can be, you don't have to be a uh, legend player like this guy, the guy that won.
1: And I I agree like this, this self does prepare you a lot for this. Um, And and don't get me wrong. Tho and the one other people that they play self as well. It's not like they don't play self. So we're not trying to say that, you know, it's a strictly GBL thing or a strictly self thing. Um, But what he goes on to say here, Mango goes on to say is, however, GBL prepares you to adapt when you call the line of three wrong. Which is essential in blind play. So, what he's pointing out here is Sylph teaches you how to pick three from six and to kind of read those opponents' teams. But Sylph or GBL is really what teaches you how to overcome a bad situation. Yeah. How many times have you seen a GBL battle where you immediately get hard counter out of the gate and have to figure out how to work around it?
2: Many, I mean, multiple times. Some people, you know, call it a certain thing whenever you get hard counter, but uh, yeah. they're that's besides the point like you know i think playing both actually does help uh just because you can get a bad lead as well in mm-hmm. uh sylph you know when you're doing a self matchup you can get a bad lead there too so i feel like both kind of help if you did both uh also sylph you know it, it, i think it's a big thing if they're using that format it, if you've done self for many years or seasons uh this this helps you a lot
1: yeah, and I, I will also say, um, Pogo Ashwood, I was watching him this weekend on Twitch. He had an exact example of a just a terrible matchup lead-wise. Because he is such a high-level GBL player, he was able to quickly adapt to those bad leads, and he was hard-counted across the entire thing. He still lost that match, but he lost the match by one fast move. Yeah if you strictly play self and you're and you just look at it's RPS is how you think about it all the time. You're not going to know how to overcome those situations. In in GBL, you're always going to be put into at least once or twice where you hard counter them or they hard counter you. And it's just the way it goes. But I don't, I don't always encourage top lifting for the reason that it does teach you something about how to try to work around it. Now I also will top left a lot because we're busy. If i am got two hours to fit in, 25 battles, I may need that top lift if my queue times are five minutes per match.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like I said, like, I feel like a combination of both are really good. And that's kind of like why I still, I'm concentrating a lot on Sylph right now and uh, still doing my Sylph battles. And I don't know, I, the, both of them are def- different formats. And I do I do agree that this you you know, playing GBL is essentially like a uh, blind
1: play. Yeah, and he goes on here. He said Silph players may have a ton of experience in the show 6 format, but GBL has prepared us to overcome unfavorable situations and increasing familiarity in open great League format. So this is another point that I thought was really important to point out here, was this tournament, it is show six pick three. However, the show six pick three is in an open great league format, so knowing that open great league meta becomes really important here. So that's where Sylph actually does play more in, or not GBL plays more into this World Championship Series. Yeah, exactly.
2: I don't, I don't really recall the the winners team, but.
1: I don't either. I wish I would have grabbed that uh, this, but I, I forgot.
2: But I, I do recall that he did use somewhat of a meta team. Maybe he, I don't know, does play enough or watch enough Twitch to know. Uh, but I agree that I I know the open Great League uh, format. Like, I know what's meta, what isn't. And a lot of the times that people, I guess, forget is that some people look at the, you know, Pv Poke, which is fine, uh, but... PVPoke doesn't define the meta. Uh, what defines the meta is whatever people are using on Twitch, what people make uh, make it meta, basically, is around that. Because mm-hmm. you can see Talonflame being used constantly. I think it's like rank 100 plus now. It's not nowhere ranked rank the top 10, and you see it being used. So
1: it, it just depends. Yeah, absolutely. So he, he ends his, his tweet theory here. of it's a great to see sylph players finally getting the recognition they deserve but on a given day a gbl player could have also won the title as their experience though different from a sylph player brings a different set of necessary skills in this format absolutely could not agree more this is the reason that especially on this show we cover both sylph and gbl so extensively Because to be the best battler out there, you have to be a well-rounded battler, which means you have to play in GBL. You have to play Sylph or custom metas or whatever show six, pick three format that you want to use. You have to do that. Uh, Now, I will say, uh, one of the things I do want to cover real quick is if you are hyped like we are now following that broadcast, there are still four chances to enter in North America for um, regional slash national north american nationals or championships so those are in indianapolis on may 6th through the 8th so that's coming up very soon that is mother's day weekend as we've kind of talked about before yeah um if you are in canada and don't have a passport vancouver regionals so out on the west side of canada uh may 27th through the 29th and i believe registration is is open for that. I believe I have to double check on that one. Uh, the Milwaukee regional in Wisconsin, June 17th through the 19th. And the final chance is the North American international championships in Columbus, Ohio. Now, most likely if you want to be on the big stage, like you have seen out this past weekend on Twitch, the North American international championships is the is the format you want to go to. That's the one that'll have the heavier coverage because that is also the VGC championships. That's the TCG championships, the Pokin tournament or Pokin tournament championships. All of that is part of the North American international championships. Uh, I did say, did I say that it was June 24th through the 26th. So if you want to go, those are the dates. Uh, if you're in Latin America, uh, Joinville regional, that is May 7th through the 8th and Santiago regional June 4th through the 5th and Oceana APAC region Perth is May 21st through the 22nd and Melbourne June 11th through the 12th. So those are the dates for the tournaments. If you are thinking it's going to be fun or you want to give it a try, I highly recommend going ahead and register. Dino, I know you are you are looking. Which regional do you think you're going to end up making it to?
2: Oh, uh, I I know I'm definitely not going to make it to the one that's next week. Uh, so I am.
1: Wait, you you don't want you don't want to go do something on Mother's Day? My <sighs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> you're not part of a Latin family that your mother would literally beat you with a stick or anything, are you? Like that, pro- that wouldn't happen to would, Mother's there Day. There
2: would be no Dino afterwards.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, but um. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. I was between Milwaukee or... Uh, what was the last one that you mentioned? Oh, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah.
1: And did the, did the big stage make you lean towards Columbus? A little bit, yeah. It's just like... And let's be frank honest, is Milwaukee that fun to visit?
2: I've never been, so I wouldn't know, but I'd I probably yeah. not.
1: <laughs> if you like beer, it actually is really a really good place to visit because there's a lot of breweries uh, and shit, things there. You're making me want to go now. <laughs> but Columbus, there'll be a big stage that you could be on Twitch and... and showcase your skills in front of a a bunch of people at one
0: time Um, we
1: did get the thank you matthew for getting us the the winning team so the winning team trevenant reggie steel medichan mandibuzz Fisk, and walring so as dino said very meta but once again just because you have a meta team doesn't mean you can actually battle no so the skill there is not only having a meta team, building the proper team. Uh, one of the things I know Speedius was talking about they they saw a lot of fun picks, but those fun picks were gone in pretty much the first three rounds. Like it didn't last. You you had to have the reason the meta is the meta, is because they're just that good.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, even if you're really good, bringing spicy picks doesn't mean you'll win. Just because the meta is, like you mentioned, the meta is the meta for a reason, and as much as I would want to win, like with the prime ape, like it's it's gonna be tough to do that.
1: I think someone did. They specifically were talking about a prime ape actually at one point. Yeah, they so did. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm looking forward to it. My goal is to make it to the North American International Championship, so Columbus in June. Uh, however, that is right around my wedding anniversary and my wife just so happens to take vacation that week as well. So I've got to f- see what it's going to take for me to be allowed to go. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Smile wildcat may or may not be there. Um, but if, if we have a big enough group, of course we would do a meet and greet and say hi to everyone and, and want to hang out as well. Uh, but it was a really cool event. I am, I am more excited about, about GBL PVP inside of Pokemon go than I have been in a long time. And, Heck, y'all, I host a flipping podcast about it. And I'm still more excited now after watching this. Right? I love where, I love where this
2: is going. It's a lot of good vibes. Yeah, it,
1: it it shows me that there is potential long-term for this game as far as PvP goes. Yeah, 100%. Yes, there are bugs in the game. To be frankly honest, I am experiencing more bugs in the last five days than I have the last three months. Yeah, that's so crazy. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> hey, I, I have faith that they're going to fix it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give them a chance. Just seeing it on the big stage was awesome. Anything else to add there? Uh, Did we get toasting, or we have nice have a nice little <laughs> cup of <laughs> cocoa with it? Right.
2: Uh, no, I'm just I'm just glad that uh, I was kind of right. Like, like I'm I'm happy that I started doing so because I had a feeling you I would need this this skill to
1: to prepare for this absolutely and if you're not doing we have if you want some more practice we offer the practice channel of course uh but we also have our custom metas and we will do battles on stream and things of that nature as well so just absolutely you know reach out we're more than happy to help you hone your skills we're just cooking right along here Moving, moving right along it's i'm like try, time for
2: trying to talk as much but it was like not enough we need we need
1: astro to talk god i know we missed that guy <laughs> but i think if that's that's the case we can move over into the questions and answer section
0: you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth
1: you can't handle the truth okay and as always if you want to get your questions on the show there's a three different ways you can do that you can get into the you want answers question section on the chat on the discord you can always tweet us or you can email us at info at btwpvp.com. uh to or leave a comment on youtube because guess what matthew breaker has been an awesome person and is actually making youtube happen for us finally and we'll talk more about that near the end of the show Um, but we'll start out this today with our new fellow. When will this team do the one chip challenge? Dino, what's the one chip challenge? I I thought you guys would know. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I'm not hip, dude. What do you think? (laughs) Oh, apparently. So Matthew knows what it is. He's telling us in our ears. It's you eat a 2 million Scoville unit chip. Um, I don't like jalapeno. So, it oh, won't be happening here.
2: I saw that actually yesterday, and a guy was uh, eating it, and then he was like, Oh, it's not so bad. And then immediately he was like asking for water. And I'm like, Oh, God, that sounds horrible. Water? Yeah. No, no, no. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No, like, get no.
1: Don't do water. Oh, God. Yes, that people. makes it worse. No. It, yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, apparently, Matthew's, Matthew's trying it oh he is I, so, I want i want that on video um yeah we'll definitely have to put that on video maybe maybe we make him do it on twitch with us live mm-hmm. on twitch yep yep yeah there like we go that. oh uh, oh, oh here we go if we can get two reviews this week matthew has committed to getting on twitch doing the one chip challenge while doing battles in, in gbl just two reviews that's all we God, need. I'm about to, I'm about to make Matthew like, Matthew's sitting here <laughs> looking at me. He is glaring. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the runs in the middle of the, the street. <laughs> I will never do this because, once again, I literally can't stand jalapeno. Like, jalapeno is too hot for me most of the time. But do
2: you eat, like, hot food at all? No. Oh, I mean, I do,
1: so I, I may consider it. I'm a white countryman from the mountains of East Kentucky. I don't do spice. You do sweets. I do. Well, obviously, I do sweets. Look at me. Um, that's. I like them a little too much. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe we'll get Matthew. Matthew doing it for us. He's he's part of the team, so it counts. So that's hundred percent two, two reviews. Matthew's like, you should have set this bar so much higher, and I'm like, no. I almost said one review. I literally was like, I think, I think he was about to do it for free. (laughs) Pretty much. So two reviews, Hey, two reviews is free. Uh, (laughs) Next question up is Frost Benny. Oh, he's coming. He's coming at you. Dino. What other Pokemon besides Charizard dragon are mistyped? Beedrill. What do you think Beedrill should be?
2: It has something to do with flying because I think we were talking about Pokemons that have wings that it should be flying.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's poison is appropriate to me. It's a poison bug. Like, so you're, okay. So if, if Charizard is supposed to be You can only have two types. So instead of being flying, Charizard would be fire dragon. So like, uh, Resh, Resh, oh no. Reshiram? Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Like Reshiram.
2: Hmm. That's a good question. Oh... I, I, I always get stuck with with Charizard because I always I know that you also, also always always bring it up that it should have been dragging which I agree. Um, I can't really think of any of them on the top of my head like just the ones that are like are just miss they look like they should be flying but they're not
1: that that's the most common ones I could think of'm um, trying to think of the name of it right now um, Volcanion I think is what it's called. It's fire water I believe. Let me double check that real quick. So, yeah, Volcanion is fire water. It's the only fire water in the game. I don't see any water as part of this Pokemon. Like, I could see fire rock, fire steel, fire anything else. But also, I'm very excited for it to come to the game because it just looks cool. It's a mythical Pokemon out of, I believe, Gen 7. So, I just... Six. Gen 6. I just noticed that...
2: oh. Uh... I don't know. I was just looking at some stuff up real quick, and I saw that Venusaur and Charizard are the only ones that are like the dual typing. Uh, and have the Kanto starters and Blastoise wasn't. Mm-hmm. is only has one, uh, which is yes. crazy. I didn't, I never even noticed
1: that till now. Yeah, and that's pretty common across most generations. Actually, is most most starters two of them will have dual types, and then the third will be pure typed. Yeah, is is a somewhat common theme. It doesn't happen every generation, but it happens a few different times.
2: Would, what, what, I mean, what other, would Steel would be, like, a, a potential, uh, I guess,
1: typing for Blastogs if it had to get one? Yeah, I would think Steel would be the most logical. Oh. I can tell you, a lot of people would probably say Incineroars is in, inappropriately typed, that it should have been fighting, fighting firefighting. Fire. But, God, we don't need more firefighters.
2: What is, what? Are, how many do we have, like, three already? See, so we, like, uh, Blaziken? Too many. Blaziken,
1: uh embore or whatever it is called, the the pig fire. Combuskin, Blaziken, Monferno, Infernate, Pignot, and Embor are all yeah. firefighting types. And they're all starters. Exactly. That's crazy. Why? <laughs> Why do we have that many firefighting starters? I have no idea. They... I know. I, I was terrified that score bunny was going to be a firefighting. I'm like, please God, don't let
2: that happen. I actually would have thought it was, but it makes sense. They just want to make sure it charges the best uh, fire type because the flying does beat the fighting. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes
1: sense. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he asked a second question. Is there another game changing addition that could be added to could still be added to Pogo. Something like a different rating levels, wow. <laughs> GBL community. Did, did you know this announcement was coming beforehand? He, he literally posted way before. There we go. However, I did leave out one of his one of his his suggestions that I think is the real answer here. Breeding eggs. Do you think? Do you think that would make things more complicated? I mean, as it a... absolutely would add additional complication to it. But could you imagine being able to, I want to get a PVP, IV, XYZ Pokemon and be able to start breeding your Pokemon for it like you do in the main series game. That would be game changing to this game from a PVP perspective.
2: Would it be more, um, what's it called? I feel like that would be like very discouraging for people that didn't play the main series game.
1: It could be, but you can literally take ditto and breed it with anything it's not like it's that hard yeah to be
2: honest with you I play a couple of the main series game and I never actually recall being like really good at breeding and I don't think I ever really like really ever did it so
1: yeah I, I don't think you need to add the complexity of breedings as far as like it transfers this IVs if you do that and it transfers this nature if you do that nature if you do I don't want those complexities. I don't want egg moves or anything of that nature. I just want to be able to say, I want a egg for Pokemon X. I put Pokemon X and Pokemon Y in the breeder. I get an egg for X back out. Done. Yeah. And those eggs should have a zero, zero, zero floor IVs.
2: That makes sense. I, I mean, that if they do it the way that like that way, I think it would be
1: a good change. And, I'm sure people Did you know Nyanic is actually developing a new game that is focused around breeding? No,
2: I didn't know. When is it when do you know when it comes out?
1: Uh I do not. I was listening. it's it's super effective I was talking about it this this past week and I don't remember the, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was um it is specifically focused around breeding creatures in the game. To get new species of creatures, okay. Uh, so that maybe that's their trial run to look at look at right? po- Niantic <laughs> and the Pokemon Company and go, "Look, we can do it. See, we, we've we've done a proof of concept. Now let us have the keys." Because in the end, breeding not being in this game is not a decision by Niantic. No decision about Pokemon Go is made by Niantic directly, for all intents and purposes. Everything is approved. And blessed by the pro- Pokemon Company proper. Just anyone that ever thinks it otherwise, it's that that is the end decision maker of all this.
2: Is it is it always for any changes or any additions?
1: Anything, anything at all. Like it could be like even even as much as they did a Golem or a Lolan or the a Geodude Community Day, that was approved by the Pokemon Company.
2: Okay, so not I thought for some reason this thing's anything that's being added to the game needs to be approved by them then afterwards. Everything
1: has to be approved by them in the end. Wow, okay. The Pokemon Company, it, it is the largest single media franchise in the world. And there's a reason. Because the Pokemon Company International, Game Freak, Nintendo, and Creatures Incorporated, they keep a very tight lock on what can happen with their properties. So like all these these wonderful um costume based Pokemon, TCPI has approved every one of those. That makes sense. So just just not put it two ways there. Okay, right, moving on to the next que- next question. Shoestar asked Is there a secret secret code about not bringing a level fifty chansey to a tournament? And if someone did, what would be the consequences? And he asked us the day that Firefly came out. Immediate removal? Right. <laughs> like, we actually uninstall Pokemon Go from their phone? Is that is that the official punishment? I, I think so. I think it's valid. Like not even Discord removal. Like, we're removing you from the game. Your, your account has been locked and lost. Which is crazy, because uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to... Oh, he, there's going to be... That's why I'm telling you, <laughs> Obstagoon may be the play here. There's, there's, yeah, definitely look at that. Look at the yeah.
2: Pokemon to beat that
1: thing. Oh, some squawky bird, um, I mean, Lord Seagull, says, Hot take, Sylph is just a brand name for Show 6 Pick 3 format, much like Band-Aids are for adhesive bandages. Velcro is for loop and pin, etc. There's all kinds of examples out there. However, the amount of different places doing their this format is a disservice overall that, to continue using the brand name for the format as it discredits all other locations and communities that run this format outside of Sylph. For example, even names as big as Go Stadium or even our own BTW. What's your thoughts there, Dino? I, I actually thought about
2: this. Like, would that be considered as taking their idea. Like I don't I feel like it shouldn't. I feel like isn't show 6 pick 3 like a format that has been around for a long time?
1: The main series does show yeah. 6 pick 4.
2: Oh, pick 4. Yes. I mean, kind of like the same concept in a way because it's you can only pick three. because
1: there's there's just double battles. Yes,
2: exactly. So like for us, you can only pick 3. So like yeah, they may have came up with it, but I mean the the format was kind of really given out
1: in the past. So so should we refer to that as a SILF format or should we actually just be referring to it more generically as show 6 pick 3?
2: I know people are going to refer it as a SILF format but in reality is actually I, I kind of want to say it's its own, you know, show 6 pick format.
1: The reason it's a quote-unquote SILF format is that's just easier to say than show six pick three?
2: I think that's what it is. And if
1: every time I needed a bandaid, if I said, excuse me, honey, could I have an adhesive bandage for my hand versus "Oh crap? I'm bleeding. Can I have a band-aid? Right? Like, like it's, it's a huge difference. Yeah. So I, 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 fully understand what you're saying. Siegel, And I know this is a, something that comes with passion because you develop, like I do, you develop metas. Exactly. And it's not like we're developing metas for the big name. We're developing metas for our own Discord or for other Discords that want to take them and run them. We don't, you know, we're working on that. And, you know, we may talk about the other things that we're doing with our custom metas later on, but I fully get what you're saying. But brand names just kind of happen and they become synonymous with the product they originally produced. Because Sylph was the first inside of Pokemon Go to do this, they become the quote-unquote brand name. Even though I do agree, there's tons of show six pick threes. Even Palette Town with the ring format and others are show six pick three formats. Exactly. So, and
2: unfortunately, yeah, like yeah. you were saying, it's gonna be known as that. It's easier to say that, uh, but in reality, I know most people could argue that it's it's not that way. But I I kind of want to stick to that. Uh, if, if we're talking about like realistically speaking, like w- what it is, then it technically it. I wouldn't say it's self's format, but it's just easier to say. And Wildcat's talking to himself.
1: <laughs> okay. I I have to do it at least once in right? Honor of Astro. You almost,
2: you almost forgot this. this uh...
1: Yeah, I almost forgot. I almost forgot that's a requirement for the show. Otherwise, we could not actually release it. <laughs> uh, Greninja Muffin's getting deep on us and asking, what Pokemon do you think would be the most unfaithful partner in a relationship? Before we answer that, Greninja, who hurt you? I was, I'm sorry. I was a little confused. We're, we're here for you, man. We're here for what you. What Pokemon? Uh, but what Pokemon would be most unfaithful in a relationship, Dino?
2: Wow, that's, that's, I feel like there's, I think, I can think of so many. <laughs> uh, I, I I never really liked Morpeko. Uh, uh, like, I feel like that one's like when it turns evil, I, I, I think like it would just cheat on me. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's literally just chases whatever has food. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like uh, the, the easy, there's an easy answer though. Jinx. Really? Why is that? With that booty out there, if they chasing it, come on now.
2: What the? fuck? That Nicki
1: Minaj could never be faithful. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> what the? I, that, that or Mister Mind because Mister Mind's just going around grabbing everyone.
2: Now we're we're going a little creepy here, but yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean it's not <laughs> my wrong. Am I,
1: show me Yo, the lie of what I, I just said. I'm
2: not gonna lie to you. When I saw Mister Mime and uh, Detective Pikachu, he was creepy, as fuck. Cause he's a creepy Pokemon. He but he doesn't. Mister Mime is a pedophile. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of creepy thinking that he's with Ash's mom all day. <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna say there's a fan theory that he's actually Ash's dad. Oh my god, stop. I'm not joking. There is an actual thing. I'm not. Don't even. That is Ash's dad. Anyways. (laughs) I I wish I was lying on that. (sighs) But I'm I'm, going to go with Jinx on that one. Okay. That's. Yeah. I get that. Especially with your your explanation. So. (laughs) Athena 1993 X says for folks new to PVP, can you break down making a core for a given cup? How do you decide what monster pair together, etc., etc.? Dino, I think this is a perfect topic for you to start. This sounds
2: so familiar. Like, I feel like we, th- I like, I like these questions. Uh, normal questions, right? <laughs> uh, but what, what was it normal about in Pokemon you, that would break your heart? You just, I mean, no, it's just your, your answer. just like, it was too funny. Uh, anyway, so uh, it, for a given cup. So, like, for example, I know that uh, we were talking about the... We'll talk about Nemesis, right? We were just doing Nemesis, uh, the Nemesis Cup. Uh, I know there's people that like to build it with... You have to pick, what is it, two slots. And from there, you pick your other four. So, for me, at least, I like to go with the first two slots and then pick the other four. I know that's what I did with this cup uh, for Nemesis. Now if we're talking about uh, the new cup that we're just uh, doing, uh, we're going to be doing for next month, the uh, Firefly uh, cup, that I like to see if it's no no, um, slots based, then I typically like to see what Pokemon could potentially be good against the whole meta. And I like to build it around that and build a lot of, uh, you know, counters to that, at least three to four. And then pick other stuff that can defend those counters that were for the original Pokemon like for example wormadam Dam for my Toxicrope and usually that's how I build it now I know she didn't she mentioned uh, specifically cups but if you were doing GBL then you can also like the famous uh, 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 formats are ABB and A well not a lot of people use the ABA lines but those formats are also good. I know you specifically asked for giving cups, but uh, you know those formats are really good also for that. If you were to run, like for example, like my the team that I'm running now in uh, retro cup, which is swamper and two flyers, because you know you're weak to uh, grass, and then you have two flyers in the back, and I have pelipper that can defend itself against other stuff, so it's like a soft counter to anything else. Uh, at least that's how I would prep at least for those two cubs for example uh wildcat what about you
1: i typically like to start by finding a particular pokemon that i want to use then i find the second pokemon is going to be something that covers that pokemon's weakness pretty well and then my core is going to be the third pokemon is something that either covers those two's weaknesses if they have a shared weakness or picks up additional wins that those two don't yeah. And then from there, I'll start building out. So, really, a core is just, it can be anything you want, just based upon what you have and what you need. So, I always play testing, number one, is the most important thing. Yes. um, Absolute play test everything. Like I can tell you, I, I mentioned it earlier on the show, I really thought Alolan Sand Slash was going to be really good for my team. Frost Slash just performed better in every single matchup.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, like, how you're you're mentioning that, um, wh- what I'm going to do is I'm going to build my team for Firefly uh, Cup. And I'm going to do a lot of practice uh, against random people, see how it does. If my team is performing well and I don't have any, any holes for it, then I'll probably stick to it. But typically, whenever I do practices, you can see, like, oh, my God, like, I did not see that Pokemon being an issue for my team. And then you make some switches. The big thing about this is building a team then practicing before you actually start the tournament, days before. Uh, it, it really helps a lot. Uh, doing that, it's a practice, and then you'll learn, and probably the next time, you won't make that many changes versus your first few times.
1: I'm already on the fifth iteration of my there you go. Firefly. <laughs> there you go. And I, I probably have at least two more iterations to go. Yeah. Bare minimal. So, yeah, building a core... And- don't be afraid to ask people for help. I can tell you today. The reason I'm looking at high and electrode right now was Gracie. I did a battle with Gracie. And I'm like, I'm seeing this struggle and she's like, you know, a different electric type other than a Loland graveler may be better for your team because you're super weak to counter. Yeah. And we started going through and she's, we started, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't, I, 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 of course I don't have electrifier. I don't have Luxray. I don't have Zebstrika. striker. I don't even have good PvP ranked ones to build. It's like, I straight up don't have them. And she's like, but what about Electrode? And I'm like, oh, never would have crossed my mind. So being able to also talk to others about those cores may help you find a complimentary Pokemon. So, and most people in our discord are willing to help with that kind of situation. Especially if you are part of the, the either coach's corner or member coaching, you've got, people on our staff that's specifically there to help with that kind of information. Exactly. And obviously Lyles and Conky know how to build teams for Sylph. Dino and I know how to build teams for Sylph and GBL as well. So, and Conky and Lyles do as well. I'm just saying, so you have those resources, use them. Is the short exactly. Answer. Oh, John, 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 Mr. John Normus coming out with a big question here. So he asked, how can Niantic crack down on Defit abuse? Okay, can someone explain to me what Defit is?
2: Uh, I don't have an Android, but I just know it's an app that apparently it's it's kind of like a a rocker where it helps you get kilometers
1: without moving, I guess. Okay, so it's a assistive device type application. Yeah, okay. It- uh, how can they seriously say this is going to be an eSport ready when people are going around with a hundred to two hundred thousand kilometers or better of walking distance? How do you think they can handle that when it comes when the time comes? And he sent us an example here of a battler that, assuming he faced recently, that has thirty five thousand battles won and has walked two hundred and four thousand kilometers. Let, let, let's put circumference of the Earth here. Do you know what the circumference of the Earth is, Dino? is talking to us on yes, mute now. Yes, I
2: am talking. Now it's my turn to, to talk to myself. Do, do you know the circumference of the Earth? No, I do
1: not. It is... Yeah, so 40... Rounding down, 40,000 kilometers. So this person has walked the Earth five times. So wait, this this
2: screenshot that he showed us is after a raid, or where is it? The... Where do you see the screenshot? Is it like.
1: You can look at it in Raids when you click on the, the user in Raids. Oh. Or shit. somebody just shares their trainer card and it's on the trainer card. Damn. So, number one, multi part question here. I, I have feelings here. John <laughs> um, Normus, do you use a gotcha? What about if he if says? If so. Yeah. If so. How is that any different than using another app to manipulate the system? Because it got a you, gotcha you, does automatic catching. Which means you're not clicking on those Pokemon. Or you're not using the official Ball Plus where you have to click a button. That's number one. Number two. Yes, there is obvious signs that people are using apps or rockers or etc, etc, etc. But it's really hard to prove it. You could look at this and say that, yeah, 200,000, it's, I'm sorry, somebody's not walked around the earth five times since this game's launched. It's just obvious that they haven't. Yeah. But it's the same thing of, let's say I travel for work. In one day, I may catch a Pokemon in LA, Atlanta, and Lexington. It's absolutely possible But to a non-person that doesn't know me, that doesn't know I'm traveling for work, they may think I'm spoofing around the world that day if I send them gifts from three different locations on the same day. Or, yeah, same week, even. Yeah, or the same week. So, I get... it. Does it need to be cracked down on? Yes. Is it hard to enforce? Yes. It's not an easy solve. The one thing they could do is start to implement some types of maximum daily kilometers into the game to where you can't earn XL candy you can't earn more than 10 XL candies a day from walking or 25 or whatever the case may be but I also know some people that actually do walk 100 kilometers a week for their jobs they work in a warehouse and they're walking that 100 kilometers a week yeah that's... so where do you where do you draw that line to say this is the maximum there it has to be if you want to go there route you'd have to do something what would you do Daniel how would you try to fix the issue? see it's always tough like i feel like this
2: issue happened ever since they brought in the what was that thing called um let me just double check it here the adventure sync right i feel like that's when all this started um but the point is the the point is for you like they mentioned and we know this because they're advertising or they're basically uh telling us to go out more by all these things that they're adding like oh like if you do a in in in-person raid you get, like, more of a bonus type of thing. And, I mean, they want you to be active and outside, and that's why they did this. So you you don't have to have the, the phone open while you're running, for example. You're going out for a jog. Um, it, it's honestly really hard. I would say, like, they need, like, need to go specifically to those apps and somehow, like, end them. But, like, it's I, I feel like isn't the – I don't know. I don't have an Android. I don't know specifically if DFIT. Is actually used actually for other stuff besides this. I've never even heard of it. Um, and I have an Android, but, uh, I would assume like in, that might not be even possible to do it as well. So I, I, I kind of find it hard to, to even be a thing because I also actually, I asked you wildcat, um, uh, a few months ago, or when they were talking about the championships, uh, for Pokemon, uh, go being introduced now, uh, how do they know if like somebody's spoofing that's you know battling in a tournament because they won't know like you mentioned somebody else Yeah, so for VGC yeah, there you go.
1: what was it 4 or 5 years ago they had a player that flew from South America that forgot their DS, forgot their game. Um and openly admitted had no way to get his Pokémon. The next day showed up at the tournament with a brand new DS with his original team, but now they're all shiny this time. The only reason it was very obvious that he absolutely hacked the man to the game was he had one of them in an impossible Pokeball. And the actual TO's exact answers were, going forward, please make sure you do all of your breeding only in Pokeballs. It wasn't, no, we're going to crack down on this, no, we're going to stop it. It was, it was, Let's make sure that we're only doing things that make it look legit, and that was an official response from a Pokemon place turned organizer. You
2: said it yourself; that that was an official response. So, like, with that being said, like, I feel like it—either they won't do it, or they—they probably won't care to
1: do it. I don't know. It's just hard to police. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it you talk about you know you're saying it's an esports ready thing. Hacking in Pokemon has been a thing since it's been an eSport, and it's gotten worse, not better. I'm not saying that's better or worse for the game. I'm not taking a stance on that because literally hacking in Poke in like VGC Pokemon, all you're doing is saving yourself six hundred hours of breeding and IV training.
2: Yeah, and then this kind of goes back to we were talking about sort of a little bit with uh, this like the championship in in Europe. Uh, where e- even if you're not using meta Pokemon, it doesn't mean that you're gonna win or beat your player. So just because you spoof or you use Defit or because you use a rocker, it, it doesn't mean that you're gonna be better at PvP. For example, I know that it's still it's. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not I'm not saying like that they should do it. I mean like two hundred thousand. That's a lot. Uh, that's that's a little too excessive. Like, um, so I I I don't know. Like to me, like I don't really care too much you do you and I'm, I'm gonna be like i'm still gonna be able to to win in the pvp if you're doing that
1: you do you and i'm still gonna whip your butt yeah that's what i'm hearing yeah <laughs> but no it, it it sucks and there's just no way to enforce it. it is the the inner bit of what's happening there okay so now we're gonna move on to i'm gonna skip this one and make it our last question uh, mosh pit 37 asks, do you tap fast moves as fast as you can, or do you try to time them according to the move duration? Interesting. You know?
2: That's actually interesting. I actually, I actually started to try to think about that, uh, recently, especially with like moves like confusion and, uh, incinerate, uh, Volt switch, uh, because there's a chance of you to overtap, uh, and, and that's kind of like where this comes into play unfortunately I what I do is I do tap I keep tapping but I don't go fast you know I just tap normally because before you know before the the bubbles came into play you had to like tap super hard super fast to do a charge move uh, but now it's different obviously so for now I just tap normally uh, but what I do is I do pause with like wall switches uh, confusion bef- so I don't over tap that's the only thing I do different. I know there is people that actually do uh tap according to the move duration.
1: I just have my tapping speed to what I tap at. And I, it's, it's fast enough that I'm never going to miss a move, but not so fast that I'm constantly over tapping. And like you said, Daniel, a lot of times if I know I'm coming up on a move, I'll slow down that tap and go transition to the button. To exactly. The move so I don't over tap or under tap. Exactly. However, I forgot about the, not the bubbles, not being a thing for the first part of it yeah that the, where you just like yeah pump the dude the I, I would
2: like go so like tap so fast oh my god i
1: forgot about that yeah
2: no it was it was i hated it i'm so glad that this is the thing now at first when they they made the transition from the tapping like a maniac on your phone because all right think about if you're in public and you're battling all you hear people is just like like tapping super fast on your screen like what the hell are you doing um so it's a it definitely makes a, a huge improvement but I do remember playing a tournament right after they made the changes, and it was horrible because I didn't know where the bubbles were gonna come from. It was it, it just it was horrible, and uh, at first I didn't like it, but now I I enjoy it a hundred percent.
1: So yeah, I I it's interesting. I, I I do see some people that still do like the really quick tap, and it's just not my style. Also, I have carpal tunnel, and tapping too quickly actually causes my hands to hurt. So why do that? Oh yeah! Don't uh, our fellow did slide another question in at the very end, uh, along that same lines. He says, "How do you all tap? One finger, two finger? What's your what's your normal st- tapping style? What finger do you use, Dino? What finger do I use?
2: <laughs> um, I use my index finger, and sometimes go between uh, the middle or index finger. But um, I I don't use I don't use two fingers.
1: I just use one. I." Depending upon what I'm doing, I'll either use my index finger or my thumbs. Um, typically, index finger for for throwing moves, but for tapping for just fast moves, is typically my thumbs. Okay. And I'll I'll do I'll alternate thumbs, which is one of the reasons I, I have a pattern down to how I'm doing it.
2: Yeah, no, I I think I tried to use my thumb one time. It just it didn't feel right, so I'm like, uh, let me just tap away with my index yeah. finger
1: those are actually interesting questions that i never thought about But right? i know p- different people do it differently.
2: yeah I, I actually even saw it in 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 the the europe uh championships where you saw two like you know when you hit the thing it's like a ripple effect so like you hit like two like that and i see people like playing like that so
1: okay and last but not least we have our friend our confidant our partner in crime fish on a heater ask which video game could be turned into a movie or TV series? And I'm going to throw a caveat on here. It cannot exist today. So we cannot say Halo.
2: I was going to tell you, I don't play many games anymore. So I, I'm trying to think. Because uh, like most of the games, like Resident Evil, and I am so happy Halo did come out. Because I never thought it would have come out like on oh a TV God, series. Oh it's so good. And I, that's one game I didn't think... I was afraid that they would mess it up. Uh, kind of like... There was a couple. Well, of... I think
1: they. I think they did it. Not, did it justice because it's like a pseudo prequel almost to the games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it but makes sense. It, it's sort. It's sort of on the timeline, kind of before the first game happened. Um, but to be honest with you, I feel like you're you're more
2: excited because I feel like you have a game in mind. Uh, so I'll let you go first while I think of something. I think Zelda. A Zelda series would be awesome. Wow. Okay. I mean, that, the, the thing is, like, I'm always afraid of video games turning into into actual, like, TV series or movies because there was one... Because they suck 90% of the time. I don't know time. if you guys remember this or maybe you do or don't, but they came out with, like, a, a realistic Dragon Ball Z movie, and that was so fucking bad. I wanted to fucking oh, barf. God, it was so awful. I wanted to barf, and... I was just like, no, like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And, and that, I thought that was what was going to happen with Halo, but God, that, that Halo is just amazing. I'll just say that. Uh, yeah.
1: Zelda. I, I can say Matthew, Matthew Breaker gave, gave us an answer. He said Mario Kart and you got to make 10 of them just like fast and furious.
2: I like that. What?
1: Wait, have they ever made Mario, uh, into like a reality? They have like, a- they made a Mario movie back in the late eighties and, oh God, it was atrocious. Uh
2: yeah. This is why I don't like it. If you've like
1: never games. seen it, just go look go go look it up, watch five minutes of it, and you'll go, This is Mario? question mark. Oh my god. However, they're making a new Mario movie. Chris Pratt is gonna play Mario. But it's animated. It's animated. Okay, thank god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's animated. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um No, I can't I can't think of any ones really. Um What about Metroid?
1: Halo done so good. Would Metro
2: do just if, as well? If they did it as well as that, yeah, Metro. Uh, I do. I do like the Zelda idea. I just don't. I'm afraid that the character that they would have for Zelda wouldn't do it justice. Gears. Uh, gears of War. What about? Oh, what about World of Warcraft?
1: They already did that. Oh, they did. Oh my God, it's probably horrible. I didn't watch it. They made a movie. It did not get very good reviews. Oh. The The Assassins Creed movie. Oh, that was bad. Did, oh, didn't they wait. just make a Far Cry movie? That a, No, it was not a Far Cry. It was um, it's the PlayStation exclusive one. That I don't um, know. I don't. I don't have PlayStation. Crap. <laughs> crap. Uncharted oh, got a movie with, made out of the, it. I want to see that. The, it looked
2: good. But what was it? Was, I didn't take out the
1: the guy from Spider
2: Man. Right? I forget his name.
1: Yes, Tobey Maguire, yeah. and... Oh, exactly. that's actually... It was Mark Wahlberg and Tobey Maguire. That's... I wanted to see it so bad. Or not Tobey Maguire. I'm like, wait, oh, what? <laughs> he's, you he's said in Spider-Man, <laughs> and I'm sorry. That's my Spider-Man. That's a Spider-Man no.
2: forever. <laughs> oh, man. That's... Yeah, no. Oh, speaking, of,
1: speaking of, did you... did you Have you guys had a chance to catch um, bonus episodes yet? They did Spider man No Way Home this week's episode. No, I haven't. I have, I've only got through, like, 20 minutes of it, so... But, oh, I, I'm excited for it.
2: <laughs> wow. So, yeah. definitely,
1: definitely. That's that, it. That,
2: that's, that's a show. It's actually not too bad considering
1: how much nah. how much we had. <laughs> uh, imagine. If Astro was here, this would have been a three and a half hour show. Oh, easily. Easily. <laughs> we miss you, Astro. Yeah. We can't wait to have you back next week. <laughs> and I'll point out one more time astro is not gone he's just off this week y'all no one has to panic i promise you don't have to listen to me all the time
2: he'll be back for the next next uh episode for three hours four hours you
1: know uh i think that's that's a show then ready ready to wrap up yep well before we finish and wrap up we do want to give a big thank you out to all of our patreon supporters if you want to support the show you can for as little as one dollar a month which gains you access to our discord of course, as always, the link will be in the show notes. Special thank you to our new Twitch and Patreon supporters this week: Southway K, PPPT Quiet or Quiet, Herm13, Instinct Barber, and Angry Bunny Man. Uh, our coaches' corner supporters: Clifford Mert. Thanks, friend 673 Eastwood, Mama Climbs, Hasunian Ryan, and Moshpit 37. Our Patreon supporters: King Flip. Thanks to Obama kittens and high fives and king tom our discord admins Reyes 683 seagull fish on a heater and lyle's jeff our executive producer matthew breaker thank you as always sir uh for more exciting content you can make sure to follow us over on twitch.tv slash we have a really good time there but more importantly right now we stream there or we stream there every week but more importantly subscribe to our youtube channel Matthew Breaker has, and this isn't in the script, and he's going to kill me for going off script for him, but Matthew Breaker has taken it as his own mission to actually make our YouTube channel something to do. Uh, He has got a lot of content coming out, a lot of uh, already stuff planned, and already getting some of our old episodes uploaded and putting awesome graphic packages in. Me and him have been kind of collabing on graphics and layouts and things of that nature. So give us a follow. We really support, we appreciate the support there as well as additional series videos, et cetera, et cetera. The link to our YouTube will be in the show notes as well. Maybe one day we'll actually hit the subscriber count because YouTube changed it on us mid push. Yeah. (laughs) And they took, they doubled it from 50 to a hundred on us. So we don't have a custom link anymore. Uh, Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP podcast. You can email us info at BTWPVP.com link to our merch store, Patreon, our friends over at Pallet Town PPP are all in the show notes. If becoming a Patreon supporter is not your thing or subscribing to us on Twitch is not your thing, we fully understand. Uh, You can support the show in a couple of different other ways. Share the show with your friends. Spread the word. Listeners help us grow. Also, giving us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on really does help the show and we really do appreciate it. And if we get to this week, we get the added benefit of watching Matthew humiliate himself on Twitch this week. So, or next week. Soon uh with that i thank you for listening to the btwp btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i am wildcat dad 17 i am dion magico until next time good luck and get good You guys see the panic on my face because I couldn't find the outro music as I was finishing I talking. Okay. <laughs> I feel
2: I feel like we're gonna get punished next week by Astro because we had a short show. He's gonna make it a four-hour yeah. show.
1: <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that anymore. But yeah, I, I literally—you guys need to watch the YouTube video. I, there was a pure look of panic on my face. I was like, "That <laughs> was going through."